I'm back. Let's go. Welcome to Last Chance Q with myself, Coach JB and Sean Salisbury. We will not talk over the amateur or under the expert. It's not only the X's and O's, but it's about the Jimmy's and Joe's. And it's not just quarterbacks. We got all the positions teaching, coaching, laughing, and joking. We're using football terminology so we can get through this faster than we we don't want to use these long terms, coach. We don't we got quick verbiage to get to the point. Last chance cute with the great legendary Sean Salisbury. What up, what up, what up, man? Uh first time going live here on Last Chance Q. Uh we're on Twitter, Twitch everywhere uh waiting on my main man sean salisbury to join us here uh gonna get after it a little bit we got a lot to discuss here today we're gonna break down zach wilson's no comment uh we're gonna talk about sirianni's comments about frank reich after they beat him in indianapolis and then nfl coach of the year right now uh who me and sean thinks uh who we think is the guy and uh alan what up um we're gonna get into it. Uh, my main man just joining us. Uh, Sean, what up? What's happening, man? What's man, up? We're, we're live. We're we're doing it our first time live here with the fans, and uh, they're piling on in. Um, I glad I'm glad you're joining me, man. This is a great uh, great day. We're gonna start doing this. Uh, we're gonna announce, I guess, we're gonna start making this thing a, a, a everyday treat for the folks starting next Monday after the holiday. So uh, appreciate you. Dude, let's just not fuck it up for him, right? There you go, right? There you go. <laughs> right. I'm fired up. Great to be on with you. Sorry, I just had to finish another show I was doing tonight. I'm talking about those 49ers in San Francisco on the football hour with my guy Lorenzo Neal. They're playing pretty damn good football. So uh, it's great they to are. be on with you, man. And I know we got a lot to get into, but I'm glad we're doing this live. And it's good, good to be with you. And you and I are both about to be on a coaching staff together, too. We haven't talked about much on a – Staff in Dallas for a high school All-American game. Cheers. Cheers to you, brother. Right on. Cheers. Uh, I had my whiskey just before about two hours ago, so cheers to you too, brother. Thank uh, you. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, hey, yeah, Dallas will be with Nova Zoni. We'll be with uh, Houston Nuts, Scott Frost, just to name a few coaches we'll be coaching with uh, in Dallas for the Army All-American game. Uh, can't wait to be around you for that, man. And uh, I just want to see you and hang out, man, and get to uh, fuck around. I don't give a fuck about I'm, coaching these fucks. I'm going to do this, though, dude. Rest assured, I'm just going to do this shit just to do it. Give me uh, double right, scout right, 85 Dodge, X post. Don't fuck it up. That's how I'm, I'm – I just want to – I can't wait to get into we're calling this so you and I can just do this because as if the defensive can get the play in fast enough, reading our lips and stop. I just love the habit of guys doing this, man. So, yeah, I, dude, I am so pumped to work with you. It's going to be fun getting these kids ready for about five days, playing in a good – and it's a thrill for them. But, dude, I can't wait to hang out with you and see old crazy-ass Mazzoni, and we're going to coach him up. We're going to have a hell of a time doing it, man. Hell, yeah, man. I can't wait. And Mazzoni's going to have a play call that he said you have to put in. It's called slap dick. Oh, is there any doubt? Is there any doubt? Hey, we're going to fucking put slapdick in and roll with it. I, I think it ought to be slapdick right and slapdick left, dude. That ought to be a whole game plan. Hey, it could go. be slapdick, fuckstick, and shit, bro. <laughs> we won't even get to that. We won't even get to hey, that. Double right, 
I got covered up. Hang on, I was like, double right, slap dick check with me. Well, you Luke, know, Luke, yeah, yeah. Fuck stick fifty one. Opposite, opposite, kill, kill, kill. Opposite, opposite. Let's go. Green, 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 slap dick, green, slap dick. There you go. Okay. Hey, it's better being. It's better than being a shit bird, man. Oh, uh, dude, if you're that guy, you, 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 nobody likes you. That's right. Hey, there's no, there's no, no, no return. I got a chapter in my book, man. It's titled "Slap Dicks, Fuck Sticks, and Shit Birds." That's the name of the chapter. <laughs> hey, that is the name of the chapter, Sean, and, and a lot of lame. Are, are we, are we teaching that in school yet? Can we uh-huh. start teaching that in school? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they should put that in the fucking curriculum, right? You're damn right. Started about the sixth grade. Uh, fucking right. And then, uh, parents, and then I love when parents say, well, I don't cuss around my kid. Yeah, they know more cuss words in the sixth grade than you do at your house. So you and I both know that. Oh, shit. I remember. Oh. I, I, hey, Sean, I used to love when they, when all the haters on Twitter, you're an asshole. You're so mean to those kids. I go, by the way, their mom's mother fucks them many times worse than I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. What do you, and when they say you're mean, what do you say? What are you going to do? Take my scholarship away? Yeah. Save it, brother. Oh, shit. That's why, that's why, that's why all those, that's why all those. Yeah, those... Uh, this show is brought to you by DV Sport, the, uh, the leading uh, film analyst, uh, analytics, and all, and everything you see, college and NFL. If you, if you ever notice the referees go underneath the hood. Uh, to do instant replay, that is DV Sport. We are luxury of enough to have it at our house and be able to show you great NFL film. One of two people allowed to show it on YouTube and not get copywritten. So we appreciate everybody at YouTube and everybody that has allowed us to put this show together. We are going to blow this thing up. This is our first time going live. Uh, once everyone gets to know about it, and we do it five days a week, um, Hopefully, it's just bigger than my Coach JB show in the morning. So, I appreciate everybody joining us on a little shorter notice today. But uh, get you started with the quote of the day, Sean. Football is played with our heads. Our, our, our heads. Our arms and feet are just the tools, Sean. I don't know if people realize that or not. Uh, and you could be a quarterback, an O-lineman, a D-lineman. We all got to play with our heads. How, how many times you been telling kids your whole life, football is 90% mental, son? That's right. And you know what's interesting, too? Uh, you give me nine times out of ten, you give me the team that doesn't beat itself and understands mentally what's going on, I'm going to beat your team. You're going to get me once in a while just because you're physically better. But if I know who to get and how to get them faster, quicker, more urgent, more efficient than you, I'm going to get you. My to, to back that up, I tell quarterbacks and my guys will come on here and tell you and their parents, people I train. If you're not spending every bit the same amount of time, if not twice the time on tape and on study and on smarts than you do on the field, then you just don't get it. You better make sure that that one, because teams usually eliminate themselves with mental mistakes that lead to physical mistakes, not the other way around. No doubt. I got a former quarterback of mine, Alan Edward in the, in the chat here. And one of my former O-linemen, TJ, uh, they uh Allen's out in Austin right now coaching high school ball. Um he's a he's a Miami Floridian kid though. Went to Syracuse out of high school. I ended up getting him into JUCO with me and then he ended up going to UTSA and now he's coaching high school ball um out your way, Sean. Um but uh he's in the chat and he said the transfer portal's on fire and I I believe it. I've heard a lot of people have entered the portal in just the last 2 days. Uh Let's get to the poll question, Sean. I got to ask you, uh, would you rather have an opener or a closer 
And let me let me break that down for everybody that don't understand what I mean. Uh, Sean, we have a lot of openers out there. A lot of guys can win in the regular season. A lot of guys have great, great, uh, you know, first 10, 11 games. And then guys start to figure them out. The closer is the guy that wins the meaningful game. Uh, yep. The Tom Brady's, the the guys that we've we, historically great guys that have won multiple Super Bowls, Troy Aikman's, uh, all these Joe Montana's, all these guys. Um, I think that mediocrity is the new excellence in a society, uh, football included. Do you think that um, people are so enamored with all the great athleticism by the quarterback position right now and the Josh Allens and the Lamar Jacksons and all these guys, but but just seem to forget that they don't win playoff games and they can't win meaningful games yet, so yes. far at least? Yeah, um, I'd rather have the closer, Sean. I'm 100% correct. Now, if you give me a guy who's a four-quarter guy that opens and closes and plays pretty good in the middle, I, then the Aikmans of the world and the Mahomes—that's why they're wearing all these rings, right? And there's a there's a reason. Um, I, I could tell you this: I need the guy at the end who's got the balls of a daytime burglar, who's willing to walk into your house and rob your ass at noon when everybody's home having lunch, and look at you like, "Are you out of your friggin' mind?" I'm walking. I'm taking this, and that's what our closers do. Um, and the guys that when the temperature of the game goes up and everybody us mere mortals are choking on our own spit, those guys' blood pressure goes down and they're smirking like the cat got the canary, knowing they got you exactly where they want you. So, yes, I am with you. I And one thing that's always going to – I got asked an interesting question about this uh, coach yesterday. I take that back. It was on my show this morning, on my morning show at, on 6 to 10 – is Central Time on iHeart. It's ninety. Uh, it's it's uh, Sports Talk seven ninety in Houston. The Sean Salisbury Show, shameless promo, but it's on there anyway. You can get it on the iHeart Radio app free. A guy asked me about Stetson Bennett, JB, and I said the reason why he goes because he loves him. I said I get it. Shit, he wins. He's tough. He overcame four and five star quarterbacks and beat him out. Had to transfer and come go to a smaller come on back. I said, everything that you want in a guy with balls is exactly who Stetson Bennett is. And he's on a, on a team with good players. He said, you know, because he was talking about having him higher than some of these highly ranked quarterbacks. And I said, the reason they're not, because most school, most NFL people don't have the balls to take the guy who's got the intangibles. They want the tangible stuff, the measurables. And then they hope the guy's got the intangibles instead of the other, the other way around where give me all the winning stuff. And then if the guy's, you know, okay. I can win with a six-foot quarterback, JB. I've done it, and I know you have too. And I can win with a six-five guy, but I know plenty of six-five stiffs that can't throw up as well. So he made a good point, and I said, "Well, you're not going to have that." Stetson Bennett's a guy who's going to have to go fight and scratch to make a team play great in the preseason. Hopefully, hang on because he's physically limited on what he does. Yet the dude wins every week, and I love him. I love the way he plays. He's competitive as hell. But Stetson Bennett's been a closer. MVP of last year's championship game. So I'll take that guy any day of the week. Now, if you give me Bryce Young, who can close and has got some skills, even though he's not 6'5", I'll take that. I think measurables, well, the arm strength and I still we get intrigued with, but I'm talking about height when I say measurables or being 6'5". I think it's overrated, JB. I can win with a 6'2 guy just as easy as I can win with a 6'5 guy. So you are 100% correct. Give me the closer, man. Especially now in this in – this, uh athletic uh generation of quarterback where where we we're not 
climb yeah. in the pocket like we once did, where we're more escaping the pocket. and East and, and I, West guys, right? East and West escapers instead of North and South climbers. We're intrigued with guys who do all the abnormal shit. We're not in, we're not intrigued anymore with the guys who do the common shit. Uh, the common shit wins championships in all my All these book. off-platform throws, right? The, the yep. Mahomes, they're doing the fucking left under the leg, all the Globetrotter shit now. Everyone's enamored with this shit. But you know what? Until them fuckers win seven Super Bowl rings, Sean, they can keep doing all this pretty gimmicky shit all they want. I'm not impressed because I, you know what it takes to win at that position in this league, which is the man's league. And I don't know if a lot of people understand this is a different ball game than high school and college. This is a game where people don't understand. Pete Carroll said it best. He told me one day, he said, you know, everyone asks me every year, JB, could your SC team beat the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Cleveland Browns back in the day? And he goes, JB, we'd be beat by, not only would we get beat by 70, uh, this is what people don't understand. We got eight All-Americans on our team here at USC. Reggie Bush, Liner, all these guys. He goes, you know how many All-Americans the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars have? 53. Right. Right. And, and you know what else? It set into me, and I didn't think about that, Sean. I was like, fucking right. The NFL, that's all they have. Right. The best of the best of the best. And even if you're a great college player and you go there, these grown-ass men think different. There's plenty of college All-Americans that aren't going to pee a drop in the NFL. No They're doubt. just not. No because doubt. you go there. I, I, I laugh when people say it. It's like, slow your roll, man. Oh, I, Georgia last year could have beat the Houston Texans or the or the Jacksonville Jaguars. They would have got their ass handed to them, beat like a friggin' drum. Okay. Right. That's uh, and laugh and and been gone to their bench in the middle of the third quarter. Okay. So stop it. Uh got a few fan questions, Sean. Um Caven LaRose, who are our top performing quarterbacks through week nine in the NFL this season? Uh I don't know. You know, we're gonna get into that later on, uh Sean, I mean, there's a lot of guys right now. You know, Justin Fields is all over the internet right now because he looks like fucking Walter Payton out here running for 200 yards a game. I haven't seen him throw fucking for shit, but I've seen him run around. Uh, you got Lamar, of course, but he's only thrown six touchdowns and turned the football over six times in his last three ball games. So there's a lot of guys to debate out there, but Patrick Mahomes to me seems like the team, Andy Reid, the play calling, everything seems to be in sync right now. It looks like for me, and and, and I'll eat crow and say it, as of right now, I would have to say uh, Mahomes is. Oh, I, you want, Mahomes is the MVP of the league right now. So that means he's playing the best. Lose a great receiver and Tyreek Hill. Guys get injured. He keeps it going. The guy is a phenomenal skill set who's got accountability and puts it on everybody else. He's the MVP. I'll tell you who's second. And if he'd have played a full season, it'd be different. And his wins against replacement, according to NFL, I know it's a baseball term. We've talked about this. Two is playing as good as anybody not named Patrick Mahomes. He's been accurate. Oh, and here's, here's the thing, and you guys got to stop this shit. Oh, yeah, but he's got good players. Well, isn't that the object? What did you, oh, that's right, because Stefan Diggs isn't any good in Buffalo. And Kelsey's shitty in Kansas City. And uh, – and A.J. Brown and Waddle in Waddle in Miami, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith aren't any good in, there. You look what happens. Jimmy gets McCaffrey. He's got Debo Samuel. Of course his production's going to go up unless you're horrible. 
Geno Smith's got two really good wide receivers. That dude's in the in the top five MVP the way he's rejuvenated his career. Jimmy's playing well. So stop the well. Tua wouldn't be any good without good receivers. Yeah, well, if my aunt had balls, she would be she'd be my uncle. So save yeah. it. We're like, trying to get good players and and I check fucking Kyler Murray has some pretty goddamn good receivers. Thank you. Yeah, good shitty. night. He's yeah. Pretty yeah, uh, I guess it's okay that Matt Stafford had Cooper Cup and 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 Beckham when he was healthy. And I mean they weren't half they weren't shitty. Okay, so I, I'm with you. Listen, it's it's Mahomes and Tua for me are one two in the MVP race. Mahomes is the guy now. We still got a long season to go, but those two have been performing at a level, accurate, playmaking, doing different things. I'm all about it, man. But Mahomes right now, if the season ends today, is your most valuable player. Um, second question comes from C. Domin. Are the starting quarterbacks in the league much better, if any, than the backups on their respective teams? I think he means, is there a huge discrepancy? I that's an interesting question. Uh, and if you don't mean that, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that's how I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it that way. Uh, because frankly, I think some of you on Instagram are fucking idiots and don't know how to spell. But anyway, um, let me ask you, Sean, what do you think? Is there a big discrepancy between the starter and the backup? Or do you think uh, the starters are just head and shoulders? I, well, uh, here's how I feel. In, in Kansas City, Mahomes is a little bit better than Chad Henney, okay? No shit. And I have a lot of respect for him. This isn't a dog. Listen, I know that guy started games and I was a backup. I get it. And I know but but – even the backups aren't going to – Henny even knows. He, he, he's not dumb. He's smart that he stays in the league. Uh, Chase Daniel is not Justin Herbert. I can tell you this now. The way that Chad, the way that Zach Wilson's throwing it, Mike White and Joe Flacco are both better than Zach Wilson. Now, I didn't say more talented would perform. Listen, I could take my ass at my age right now with a week's worth of work in, 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 in Michael LaFleur's offense, and I'm throwing – I ain't missing checkdowns like him. At my age right now, I'm going to hit – I'm throwing for 73 yards in the game. And, I, and Zach's talented, but he can't miss that stuff and do it. I can tell you this, the backup in Washington's better than Carson Wentz. Tyler, Taylor Heineke's better than he is. More energy, more energy. Uh, right now, bigger balls. Yeah, better player. So I think in certain situations they are, but most teams play the best guy. Hell, if Russell Wilson doesn't pick up, I'm going to start scratching my head to what the hell's going on in Denver. But most of the time, you can make the argument Dalton and Jameis Winston, I guess, in New Orleans because both have started. For the most part, the starters are better. Head and shoulders, not in every situation. Absolutely not. In a lot of these, I mean, the, the, the starters are head and shoulders, but – I can name four or five. Right now, Colt McCoy's playing every bit as good as Kyler Murray did. I know he's one and one, but the completion percentage, he's playing every bit as good as Kyler. Let me ask you this, though. Is there a huge fucking – is there a huge difference between a Cooper Rush and a Dak Prescott from what you saw five games in five games? Uh, to me, I understand the skill set is up here That's with Dak. It. The skill set's different. It gives your offensive coordinator more leeway with Dak, no doubt. But, but, like, as far as results, right now we can argue that. We could fight that argument. We could actually argue the results are fucking similar, right? Or, or There were some. Maybe there, there were some who did not want to start Dak. I, I know. They felt, that they felt that they leaned on him too much. Now, when you do what Kellen Moore did last week, throw it 25 times with Prescott, 
and understand your identity is running the football with Pollard, who is your most explosive runner, and mixing in Zeke Elliott. Now you got that. Now that that's the kind of stuff that gets Kellen Moore a head coaching job. Not throwing forty-five times when you're up twenty-eight to fourteen and you're in Green Bay and you got a lead and to shit it, piss it away. Dak's more talented, gives you more leeway, but results say that you could have kept winning with Cooper Rush. But I think the reason why is you felt you were going to get to a ceiling and hit the ceiling, and when you faced a better player, that you weren't going to be able to expand. But when it comes to knowing where to throw it. I, I thought Cooper Rush did a, a hell of a job uh, filling in for Dak. Dak gives you more leeway because he's a more gifted player as long as he protects And we can argue this all day. We can go through the league, and, and we can probably debate this whole thing the whole damn time. But, you know, um, I know we're going to get into – we got so much other shit to talk about here. Uh, I can't wait in, uh, to get into this. Let's start with the pre-snap read here uh, brought to you by uh, DB Sport. Um Zach Wilson, he made a comment um, the other day. Uh, Sean, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna bring it up for everyone to see. Um, he basically said, uh, you know, <laughs> the defense played their ass off. They've only allowed three points. Uh, what do you do? You feel like you're obligated to do more? And and this is what he had to say. Offense, though, I mean, when you guys are only able to score three points, the defense only lets up three points. I mean, do you? You feel like you let the defense down at all? That was it. No, no. Um, you know, I actually watched the whole interview. Um, Sean, I don't know. I don't know how to take it because I'm going to be honest. I have a little secondhand embarrassment for this kid because every time I played shitty, and I don't know about you, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're cut from the same cloth in this regard. This kind of tells me there's a generational missing gap here because when I played shitty and I would have had nine fucking completions for 70 fucking yards in an NFL game, I would be up there with nothing but humility, embarrassment, and some type of contrite for my guys saying, you know what, man, you guys fucking played your ass off. I'm going to buy you fuckers a Rolex, actually, because we should have beat this fucking New England Patriot team and I completed nine footballs. And I heard his excuses, Sean. It was windy. It was this. Did you used to be able to make – could you even make those fucking excuses back in the league that you played in? No, I'm embarrassed for, for the excuses he made. I have played shitty, and I have apologized to my teammates. Trust me. I, I, I know what it's like. Um, I'm not Zach Wilson. I wasn't drafted that high. But I damn well know how to handle the media and handle my teammates better than that. Here, listen, I've spent time talking with him in the BYU bubble because I trained a quarterback there and he was there. Now, the intrigue in a pair of shorts and a T-shirt, the guy's supremely gifted. The problem is he couldn't drop it in the ocean if he was standing in a fucking boat right now. And then he's not apologizing for it. I don't think you owe anybody, if you're playing your hardest and preparing during the week to get ready, you don't owe me an apology to say you're sorry. But when they ask you the simple question, you know, 50-something cats are in the locker room. You know you played horseshit. You're a playoff team. You, know, you are in the mix of the playoffs. Your defense just gave up three points. Special teams gives up a home run on a punt, and you lose with a walk-off punt return, but your defense playing out of their mind. And the, you know the guys on the bench can go out there and complete a check down. I want, see, my problem with Zach Wilson is that he – Nobody misses more common throws and easy throws in a league than him. Now, you want to go into a superstars contest in a bubble and put shorts and a T-shirt on? 
he'll rip it all over the friggin' lot. But we don't play in shorts and a t-shirt or standing on a fucking tire or throwing to, to, to a target that's got no hands. It's got a big old, you know, where it catches it with the net. We throw to moving targets with pressure in our face, getting the shit kicked out of us, throwing on time and rhythm. And when you don't, and those guys are playing their heart out, you may not owe them an apology, but you do owe them an apology. Even the veteran who's a, listen, Zach Wilson doesn't have enough skins in the game to go about it because you're a first-round pick and you're in your second year league. He's not playing well enough to go about it as if he's got a mustard-colored jacket on in Canton. What you do is you humble yourself. Even if he doesn't do that, let me tell you what I'd have done after that press conference the next day, JB. I'd have walked into my teammates and, well, Coach, first of all, if I'm Robert Sala, you know how they break offense and defense up? I'm making everybody watch that shit. I want the defense to see exactly why the offense isn't playing well. And because I've been in those meetings where you're like, oh, gosh, they're going to hate that I missed this throw. Right. But I sure as hell know that I was apologetic or felt poor, bad for my offensive yeah, line. Cool at some point. It's part of the maturation right. process. Right. But you know what I would have done if I was him when that film was rolling on? I'd have, I'd have stood up in the dark yeah. and I said, Coach, C- Coach Sala, could you cut that film off and hit the lights? And I'd have turned around to my teammates and said, you know what? I was shitty in that press conference yesterday. I was emotional. I didn't play well. I didn't know what to say. I'm in my second year. I'm swimming right now, guys. I'm trying my best. and I'm, I'm busting my ass. He better be studying hard. And he better be playing, busting his ass, because he sure plays like a guy who needs a lot more work mentally, physically, emotionally. Arrogance is one thing, but you don't need to be that. Teammates know what's going on. If I'm Zach Wilson and I shut that film off and I look at my teammates and say, you know what, I let you guys down. We're a playoff team, and we got a damn good-ass defense. And by me not saying that I that, that we let you down as an offense, and I'm responsible because I'm the guy with the ball in my hand 70 snaps a game, I owe it to you. Even if he knows that somebody dropped a pass, because what you do, there's a method to the madness. You also endear yourself to your teammates that will say, this some bitch gets it. Let's go play. And we now we'll give them another chance. Now they're probably they're sitting there saying, hell, put Mike White in, put Joe Flacco in. You do not want it. It doesn't mean you got to kiss their ass. You just got to be honest. They see the tape. I thought Zach handled it wrong. He's not playing. I'd bench him because the truth is, if Zach wasn't a top three pick in the draft last year, he wouldn't have been playing the last month. He'd have been watching the other quarterback play. That's the NFL. But Robert Sala looked pissed. I hope it works for Zach because he's a good kid. JB, I talked to him. He's a good kid. He's a little uh, a little misled right now. you got veterans playing their ass off. You owe them to show that you're going to play your ass off for them because if you score 40 and lose 43 to 40, they owe you the same respect in return. Yeah. Right now, offense ain't carrying him. He's got to be better. He owed it to his teammates. And if you want to last in this league, you sure shit better win them over. I don't care what the guy sitting in the 15th row thinks about Zach Wilson. I don't, uh, he, he doesn't care what I think about him. you got to endear yourself to your teammates. they got to know that you care about them and that you, that, you, that you recognize what they're doing. Even if you weren't wrong, make sure you let them know that it was your fault. That's the smart thing to do. Nah, no doubt about it. Um, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Uh, I want to show this deal. Um, interesting deal here. Um, I know you know more than me, but um, basically Sirianni, uh, basically head coach of the Eagles, they play in Indianapolis. Uh, you know, Jeff Saturday's a head coach. We've already talked about that. No shots at Jeff Saturday. 
but we also said it was a slap in the profession's face. Um, I wanted to show this deal real fast because apparently this is what Seriani said. Um, basically said that shit was for Frank Reich, and he said it right to the Indianapolis crowd. That shit is for Frank Reich. Um, interesting to say that, see that from an opposing head coach. I know that Frank Reich is his mentor. Um, what do you think about that deal? Um, I love that he loves his guy, that he recognizes who gave him an opportunity and who created an opportunity for him to go and actually be the head coach at a place that Frank Reich left as a Super Bowl winning quarterback coach. I like guys who are loyal and do it. For me, I didn't think Nick Sirianni as a head coach needed to go to the stands and say that. If he wants to stand up at a press conference, and I'm not telling these guys how to act. I wouldn't have done it with the fans. I think he's above that. Not saying fans don't love interaction. I don't think he needed to. If they ask you in the postgame press conference, you could say, I do want to say one thing. Football coaching is a hard business. People get fired prematurely. I think a lot of times they do better. I've been in this Indianapolis organization. I love Frank Reich. I wish he hadn't got fired. He'll get coaching again. And I just want him to know that I had him on my mind yesterday after the game was over. I don't. I, th I think you get your dig in in a roundabout way saying you didn't like that he was fired. You recognize that your mentor that you care about create, paved a path for you to go be do what you're doing as the number one seed right now in the NFC, I believe. And you send your message. I just don't – I know emotion takes, takes – Wild. I'm just trying to picture Tom Landry running to the crowd and going, or Mike Tomlin turning around and running over to the opposing crowd and saying, that was for Chuck Knoll. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I just think he probably could have directed at the media in a more, I love Frank Reich manner instead of a basically shove it up your ass, Indianapolis. Frank Reich deserved better. But I get it. I don't have a problem. If the guy's got that kind of fire and he, and he doesn't mind the smoke that comes from it, really, it's not that big a deal to me. I'm sure his teammates loved it, but it shows me that he loves Frank Reich, but I personally probably would have, I would have handled it a little different, but I've done a lot of dumb shit in my life, but he's the head coach. He can do whatever he wants. My question is, what would he say if a player did that about a certain situation? Would he Look tell the player? That, that's what he'd have to ask himself. Yeah. Do you think it's more or less now that these coaches, first of all, not to beat a dead horse on this topic, uh, I don't mind it either. The issue I have is, uh, not an issue, but the question I have to you is, and you're, you you coach these youngsters every day. We're going to go coach them in Dallas for the Army All-American game. Do you think that, number one, two-point question, number one, are coaches now the players' friends at an all-time rate more than we've ever seen? There's no coaching in – player separation as it once was with Bill Parcells and, and and fucking don't even come in my office. Don't talk to me. You fucking do as I say to do. Or is it is it more of a friendly environment between head coach and player because of the free agency market, because of cats demanding trades, because of it's a player-ran business now um, where it used to be a coach-ran business. Um and do you think that these cats are trying to be cool, uh, so to speak, and, and getting their cats to buy in and ride or die, so to speak, for their guy? Uh, yeah, well, JB, I think you're, you're on to something. Listen, 
I don't have this business is about relationships. When you get hired, who you got, you got to build relationships. So players talk to other players and say, man, our coach is cool. But I, 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 being cool is not my number one thing. Respect is. And I do think that guys, hey, you want to, you know, be cool and you're the guy and you got the great crib. I love it. I think it's okay to go have a beer with the player after you win if you're 15 of you around. But I also know, yeah, in the NFL, right. The the grown ass men, they got families, invite them over for dinner. I got, listen, if you're not doing it, then that's a command and control, not an inspire and trust guy. You want to trust a guy. You don't want to think your coach is popping upstairs to put a coat and tie on and, and, and is is part of the management and then come down trying to coach you. I'm okay with you. I don't want to say buddying up, but building relationships. But I also know this, my dad died and he was my best friend. But make no friggin' mistake about it. When my old man called me into his office or wanted to talk to me and he didn't tell me what it was about, I was scared to death because it, my dad didn't have he didn't have to raise a hand to me. I, I knew that it I, that my old man, when he went, and he may have been in there to say, man, I was proud of you. He may have been in there to say, you better do better. We got shit to get done here. Okay. And, but I didn't, it was respectful fear. Does that make sense? Oh, man. And I when a coach my- calls me into his office, I'm like, Ew. I hope it's good, but if your buddies, when do you know when, he, when it's time to get rid of them? Do they know it's a business or do they dog it? I just, I think it's okay to build relationships, but I, my dad was my dad and my father first and my friend second. My dad was always going to take my mom over us kids because kids are leaving to go get their own lives. Mom and dad are staying at the house together. So the players are going to come and go and you need those guys or you can't win with talent. Hey. But I also know this. I, I've never met a coach that even if he wasn't my buddy and I never had a beer with him, if I respected him, I'll go to the ends of the earth for him. I don't need to be their best friend. I just need their respect. But it's all about relationships now because you want guys to stay. And I think guys like being cool. You want a, guys to say, well, look how his hair is. And he dresses and look at he's wearing the, you know, the, the, the suit that is four inches too short. But that's the look we got now, right? And he's in the sock game and, you know, all that. I, I get it. Um but are you going to allow your players to do the same things you do? Well, well how, now if a player goes into the stands, how does Nick Sirianna say, well, I don't want you doing that. Well, wait a minute, coach. I thought we were down. I thought we were tight. Well, I'm your coach. Yeah, you're my coach, but you did it. So I, I'm not making that big. Listen, I think we make too big a deal of some of the shit and not enough big a deal about some of the other stuff. But my dad was my dad first and my friend second. And I knew that till the day he died. And I wanted to hang around him more than anything, but I damn well knew when he put his foot down and said enough, that that was enough. Sean, also, you know, I'm from the school where, like, to me, Sirianni better win him a fucking Super Bowl. Because then you can say now, motherfuckers, I do everything I want to do. And you know what? You do as I say, not as I fucking do. And Belichick can do that. Yes, Mike Tomlin can do do that. that. Bill yes, Andy Reid can do that. that. Right. Yes. I think he's got a window or Agreed. we're going to a slippery slope here. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Coach of the year debate. Uh, it started off, uh, Ryan Dable started off with the, uh, his, his ass on fire, dominating uh, Giants, turning around a, a basically the same roster as Joe Judge had. Uh, you know, he was my coach of the year for a long time. Then Pete Carroll just continued to play well uh, and do things with Geno Smith we never thought was going to happen. He looks like coach of the year just because he got rid of Russell Wilson, who was basically imploded, who we're going to break down here tonight. Uh, and then, man, I just can't – I just can't 
I can't dismiss the job that fucking Vrabel does with no outside wideouts, with no uh, top echelon quarterback. Um, just fucking nuts and guts, man. And you can tell that dude demands respect. And like we talked about the other day, Sean, fear. Forget everything and run or fucking face everything and rise. Uh, you have to have that fear factor. I think they fear Vrabel in the in the in the right way, and uh, and then this guy O'Connell, man, who's a who's who's a fucking McVeigh guy who comes in there had the best record in the league until they just got trounced, which we expected them to have one of those games after they've been winning these close ones. Uh, those close ones though add up. By the way, they're fucking eight and two or whatever. Um, and then you got Sirianni, no one's talking about, who just continues to win second year in a row that he's kind of done his thing. And and is Belichick that far removed? Because I don't I think people expect him just to be undefeated. This roster, this quarterback, the fucking Matt Patricia offensive coordinator, fucking trial and error deal. And he might be doing one of the best fucking coaching jobs of his career. Yeah, I don't know why people don't want to give him credit. I think it's because I know he's abrasive and Bill doesn't tell anybody they're down here. So people, I would never make the MVP or coach of the year picking an award personal. If I don't like somebody, if they're the best at what they do, I'm going to vote them in, right? And I, if their roster's good and they maximize the roster, I'm okay with it. They're going to mark down the Sirianis of the world. Well, look at his weapons. Well, yeah. But six months ago, before the season started, every last one of you damn people was telling me you weren't sure Jalen Hurts was your franchise quarterback. Now look. So Nick's done a phenomenal job. Uh, Kevin O'Connell's been great. He's gotten a lot out of Kirk Cousins. He took over from Mike Zimmer. Diff- they're, they're, you know, full, different, complete different approach. Right? That's what it is, 180 degrees. And other than last year, he's coached as well as anybody. That team, and they're winning close games, which has been phenomenal. I don't have, listen. Winning's winning. It's a bitch to win in the league, and he's winning. And you're right about Belichick, dude, and he's got that, like the Pat Riley, the Phil Jackson, the Steve Kerr now. I guess we can't give coach of the year guy who's got good players. You know what I'm saying? And Bill doesn't have anywhere near the players that even the Jets have right now. It feels like they got more players. But I can tell you this. I'm going to give you another name, and I don't know why. No, But I'm going to tell you why nobody talks about him, but they should. He's a weirdo fuck. McDaniels? You're damn right. That's exactly right. Because he looks like he's going to hand you, he's going to roll you a joint and then talk to you why the, why he's the lead professor at Harvard and Yale combined. And he, and he can send you to the moon because he's smarter than all of us and then get stoned and then dial up a play and beat you in a video game while he's eating pizza. That's who this dude is. And then pull like a 10 just because he can, because he's smarter than, you know, that guy sits in the corner at the high school dance. You're like, who the fuck is that? And before oh, you know it, before big. you know it, he pulled, he pulled the homecoming queen. You're like, oh, hey, no, yeah, right, right. He's, he, he, he's, he's packing when they say, come up back when you have a foot. He said, I don't cut off an inch for anybody. You know, I mean, what did the do? And yet, dude, the brilliance behind him, as you saw early on, what San Francisco in the moment Mike left, it's like, damn, we lost a lot of brains here. And the guy gets it. And look what he's done. They went out and got him weapons. I get him. They got Tyreek Hill. But like Jalen Hurts, the people went into the season were quit. They had done quit on Tua. Friggin' done. Mike McDaniel waltzes in again. Probably ate tofu on his way there or something. I don't know. I, I love Mike. And I mean this all affectionately, right? 
you're like, that doesn't look like the guy, you know, the hair, the thing. Like, I, I, I want to tell him, Mike, great job, but what time's class tomorrow when we're teaching, you know, you're teaching, like, entrepreneurship at USC after we went out and had a pizza, and then we're all going to go sit in a circle and get stoned together. And I'm like, I'm in. I'm Hey, listen, I'm all for it. But this dude is brilliant. Look what he's done for Tua. He keeps him in positions to be successful. Why does nobody mention his name? Because I, I don't know. It's not fashionable. You got to mention his name because I'm going to tell you what Buffalo stubs their toe another time or two. Those bastards are going to win the division. So be careful. And look what he did. Kept Tua goes out. He's maximized Tua and turned him into an MVP. And Tua's accurate, but he's brought out the best. I say all this because I love Mike, man. I, I do. I just think he's brilliant. And I look at him. I say, Mike is the guy. The capologist that you hired to go work at NASA, and he worked his way up, and he told you like when he was ten that he wanted to be a coach, and you're like, get the what, dude? Get your ass and go get your four point five GPA. You're going to be the CEO of a Fortune one hundred company, a tech company in 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 you know in San Francisco, or you're going to be the dean of the School of Business at Harvard. Now. Be quiet and go do your thing. And we blink, and the dude's as smart as anybody. Probably made 16 out of 16 and 1,600 out of 1,600 on the SAT and 37 out of 37 on the ACT and did it all while every while studying like for eight minutes while the rest of us are grinding for four hours, right? So I love what he's doing, man. I love his design. I just don't know why we're not mentioning him, but I got to give you a real quick. I know I'm belaboring this point. You are so right about Vrabel, dude. I, it is – Dude, they they're not they can't win, right? Stop it. They can't friggin' win. They gotta ride the dog. They gotta ride the guy who's an outside linebacker playing running back and can run through you, over you, around you, punch you in the face, got wiggle and Derrick Henry, who is just a friggin' you want to talk about a football playing Jesse. And then you get Tannehill played his ass off last week. But Mike, they lose guys, they don't have weapons, they talk about trade deadlines, and that dude has those guys ready to play every friggin' week. I think they're as tough as any team in a league. Physically, I think they'd win a fist fight against a lot of them. Me Love too. him. Love uh, Mike. And Mike would be right in the center of it fighting, too. What about uh, MDC, Detroit? He's got them going. You know, I kind of wrote him off. He's got. He's a guy that I, you know, we all watch hard knocks. Everybody liked them. I, I thought he should have fired uh, the D.C. Aaron Glenn a while back. They were horrible on D. I mean, fuck. Now he's kind of got some things going. He's won a few games. Um, fuck, man. I wouldn't fire him. I would not fire him. Team. You know, I just give, I just, I just, you have to respect that thing. I, I would not, I think, I think Dan deserves more run. I do. I think he's, he's got, I, I do. I, I love, I, when people say they're playing hard, I blow that off. Everybody should be playing hard, but they're playing smarter and there's an energy. They don't put it this way. They don't have their golf clubs in the golf trunk yet. You know what I'm saying? Like some teams may, yeah. I, I'm with you 100%, man. He's, uh, I, I, I can ride with him. I, I, I think he'd also be another guy that says, listen, you go into the bar fight, you look over your shoulder, that that cat's waiting right behind you to protect the guy from hitting you over the head with a bottle. No, no doubt. doubt. Um, fuck, Sean, we could – this show, we've talked uh, – everybody in here that knows, we, we were going to do an hour and a half today. We've already been fucking 45 minutes on the pre-snap read. Oh, so, gosh, we got to roll. My bad, dude. I'm talking too much. Sorry, no, I'm just so uh, fired up. Everybody know, me and this cat can talk now for fucking seven hours if you guys want to fucking – Stay in here. Sean's two hours ahead of me, by the way, and I got to uh, – he's he's going to get to sleep in. I'm going to just get fucked up, and we're going to talk football all night. Um, 
Sean, small hand. Um, you're six five. You were drafted uh, in the NFL. Played at USC. All time legend. Let me ask you this: as a former NFL guy, do small hands at the position and the Kenny Pickett thing that everybody's showing and talking about? I'm gonna be honest. I've been watching this cat. He's got two fucking gloves on, and he he looks like he's fucking holding a loaf of bread in his hands. And I'm like, God damn. I bet you bitches don't like that motherfucker. He's got a little... <laughs> he might have a little dick. I don't know. But goddamn, his hands are tiny, Sean. I, I gotta be honest. He's not, he's not packing these, is he, JB? Look, I, no, he ain't I, packing I these, honest, Sean, These are 10 inches now across the deal. Um, I gotta be honest. He said 9-inch hands or whatever. I think mine are like fucking 11 and a half. I don't know. I got big hands. But, but I used to hold the ball hard as fuck. I used to talk to Aikman about this. He said he used to squeeze the shit out of it, too. And then you got a lot of guys that said, you know, let's leave some space in here, and you want to see some things. I always wanted that bitch in my hand as hard as I could. I, I didn't want nobody to be able to get that fucker out of my hand. And, and four years in college, Sean, I never fumbled one time in my life. Um, but I, I kept the ball here, between the damn sternum, between the titties. Uh, I didn't get this shit out here. But... I think big hands are a fucking critical element, especially in the elements of wind, snow, rain. Right. Uh, I've never wore a fucking glove. If I see this jackoff wear another glove, I'm going to fucking... I, I swear to God, he's Kitty, covering up his dick size with fucking gloves. Kitty, two gloves, wrapping it up with a jimmy, God, brother. Stop Kitty, putting a fucking gloves. glove on, God damn it! Now, listen, now... If you got big old meat hooks, speaking of Aikman now, I got big hands, really big hands. First time I shook Troy's hands, I felt like he swallowed mine. I'm like, this bitch's hands and they're big. It's like, dude, you going to work construction or what are you playing football? And we we laugh about he's one of my favorite people on the planet. But Kenny, too, listen, it you got to be exceptional if you have really, really small hands mechanically to where you're not letting that hand come off the ball. Now, this is, for me, the irony is, had I played in bad weather my whole career, I'd actually been really good. But I'm a Southern California guy, but I played in Winnipeg. We practiced in, like, 20-degree weather. I mean, we'd have an indoor facility. I didn't wear any friggin' glove on. I've never worn a glove on my throwing hand in my friggin' life. Because my hand's big enough, so I, too, didn't lay the ball on the ground very often, if at all, in, in, at any level. And my hands were big, so I could palm it, you know, palm a basketball off the dribble with either hand and do all that. But the yep. point is, I do big, thick, strong hands that are long and can grip the ball. Of course, it's an advantage. I can remember my best game in my career when I was the NFL player of the week. And it, it's not like I won it 40 times, but playing in Denver in a snowstorm against John, we came and, and the ball didn't, wasn't on the ground. Uh, it, it didn't matter. So I, for some, whether it's the mental part, I, I, I never let bad weather affect me because maybe i knew that my advantage was i wasn't gonna leave that ball letting on the ground because if it rained or it didn't matter to me now i wish i'd have been better now those guys that have got big hands and big and physical and can throw it through a car wash without getting it wet but can't hit the car wash well they're not doing me any good either but if you got all of that and you got troy aikman's meat hooks shit yes dude i yeah. mean Okay, hell yeah. I mean, this, Sean, this motherfucker got the ball. I, I, I'm like, what in the fuck has he got in his hand? He looked like, goddamn. And then, and then Sean, I'm seeing him throw the ball, and he's like, he's like. Yeah, no. I'm just yeah. like, he's fucking grenade launching this bitch. I, well, you feel like you're going to start shot. Now, he can throw it, but yeah. I, I'm not a dude. I don't, when I see guys, I know some wearing on the hands for grip. 
I, I like the feel of the ball in my hand anyway, even no matter how cold it was. I, I didn't play with gloves. Now, more power to the guys that do it, but I didn't like it. Even though the way they got it now, it's like a second skin. I just didn't like it. So they want to grip it. I don't blame receivers for wearing it. I probably would too if I was a receiver with all that. But for me, man, I, my, I was not uh, – big hands are an advantage. And if you're a great – Warren Moon, another guy, big meat hooks, dude, teammate of mine. You can get by with smaller hands, but you got to do a lot of exceptional shit to be successful. No doubt. Um, we're headed to first and ten. First down. First down. Um, we got to get into some things. We're going to break down and evaluate a little bit. Just a few plays here. We don't have any plays picked out. We just have random plays. Uh, Dak Prescott versus Russell Wilson. We're going to kind of evaluate them and kind of say that the two glaring differences this year since we have the great DV Sport NFL film that no one else has. Uh, make sure you guys hit that like button, subscribe, become a member today. Uh, we will be uh, blowing this show up here very shortly. DV Sport, Cowboy, all you guys got to know, uh, this is a great uh, tool here. Uh, if you guys all want to go spend about 50 grand, go ahead and go order on dvsport.com. Um, we're going to get into some... Uh, some uh, Dak Prescott real quick for everybody in the room. Um, hey, before you hit that tape, can I ask you one question, JB? You're so good at this, and you study this position and are passionate about it. What's your favorite thing before we get to the tape about Prescott? My favorite thing about Prescott. If you, if you were coaching him or he came into a meeting room and said, hey, Coach JB, what's your favorite thing that I do? What, what's my best trait? What would you tell him? Physical trait. Fuck, coach. I I don't know. I, are I, you that down on him? Yeah. Are you, are you really? Yeah. You know what I would say? Your fa my favorite thing about you is fucking Cooper Rush. Dude, that I'm gonna trade you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Cooper Rush has replaced your motherfucking ass. Is my favorite thing about you. You uh, can't be, dude. You I did. Stop it. You and I are on a staff. No, no, you and I are on a staff. Stop this shit. If you and I are on a staff and we're evaluating, we're getting to Dallas, and Jerry Jones says. Now, Sean, Troy Aikman was a great player. I want you to be coach our quarterbacks with JB. We're going to win a Super Bowl. We haven't won one since the mid-90s with Troy Aikman. Cooper Rush is a good player. Now I'm getting into like George Bush. Not going to do it. Um, your ass is looking at me. I'm your quarterback coach, your coordinator. You're my head coach. You waltz into my room. I say, Prescott's our hey, player. Turn up real fast. Come what, on, what man. Was that you're on? I watched that movie the other night, and I almost shit myself. What's bench warmers or longest yard? Bench warmers. You're, you're titty right, dude. Yeah, I'm about to titty twist your ass. You Tell me you're winning more games with Cooper Rush than Prescott. Get the fuck hey, out of here. Hey, people, people hit me up and was like, you know, Sean. Sean I said, what the fuck? So I, I pull this movie up. I said, God damn, this motherfucker's not an extra. This motherfucker's in the goddamn whole movie. Right, yeah, you know what? I got snubbed, too, man. Best supporting actor in a comedy role, and the Academy snubbed me. I was ready to give my speech like, I'd like to thank the Academy. My, I want to thank my, my, my agent. I want to thank JB for, <laughs> for not benching Dak Prescott and keeping with him. I wanted to thank Sandler and the Academy. I think I got snubbed for best supporting actor in a gay comedy role i really i mean i had to be a mean gay coach my buddies not that anything wrong but i i mean i i got into it i grasped the role what do they call it being in character i was in i was into it wait up you were a gay character yeah well 
come on, did you see my pool boy? And I, 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 I think the insinuation was that I'm mean to my my players, but I'm I, I'm I'm I was gay. Yes, and that's okay. Hey, don't start laughing at me now, dude. Think, man, what a great actor you are, Sean. I told Sandler after that. I said, dude, now that I played that character, and you know, I, I, I tried to do my best and felt like I got I got snubbed been the best supporting actor in a comedy role by the Academy. Uh, not really, but it sounds good. I said, next movie, can I be in, can I, can I make out with like eight of the, 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 the hottest you got? So my buddies don't think that this is going to become, that I'm going to be that guy every movie. So Chuck and Larry come along the movie, Chuck and Larry, remember that one? Yeah. I, I was working at ESPN and it was in the fall and I couldn't. And I, he said, Salisbury, I, uh, Sandler's the salt of the earth, dude. He's the greatest dude in the world. Salisbury, I want you to come be in Chuck and Larry. I said, well, when is it? So I asked the people at ESPN. They wouldn't, I couldn't break away for during football season because of my role, NFL Live and Sports Center. And I said, what role was I going to play? Oh, Salisbury, you're gonna, you were going to be a, a, a gay fireman. I'm like, great, great. Now, now you're going to typecast me, dude. You're going to put me into a role. That's, that, that's who I am all the time. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I'll take 50 of those roles. I'm okay with it. Oh, yeah. Not a problem. But I said, am I ever going to be able to like, just make out with somebody not named JB. I mean, come on now. So God it was, uh, you know, but I had a good time, man. Thank you. Yeah. Fun hey, time. That was fucking classic, man. That, 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 that what a great cast. Great cast. Man. Sandler, Sandler's the best dude in the world. Lovitz and, and Rob Schneider and John Heater. And Sandler brought my kids Two of my, my sons, my daughter was too young. My sons were in the movie. And my dugout, they were on my baseball team. He let them come and be in it, treated them like family. That dude is everything you think good about him is exactly who he is. Love God, it. Had, had fun, man, dude. Thank you. To you. Uh, in all seriousness, though, fuck, I'm not a Dak Prescott guy. You know what? He's very stiff for being a big athlete. Um, athlete. Um, Number one, number two, I, he's got a slow m- release for it, it's all very stiff. You and, think it takes too much time to get the ball up and out, too, right? Yeah, he does have a big arm. He does have he does make plays. I mean, you know, I just don't know if he has that it factor for me, man. I, I'm not high on him at all. I can't Will he ever win a Super Bowl? He can't. Will he ever be a Super Bowl champion? No. Let me ask you this. Would you take Dak or Tony Romo? On this team? Yep. I think Romo's a better playmaker. I think the ball and the ball is Romo tucks that left arm and that ball comes in there. He like velcros that left arm where he doesn't get overextended. Um I think Dak Prescott's a good player. I pro- I hold him in higher regard than you do. I don't know if he's ever gonna win a Super Bowl. There's things that he does every game that bug me, but I also think he cares. Um, but you're the, the stiff, the stiff torso area. You you are 100 right. And when the ball decides to come up and out, it's up, but it's not out as quickly as like Aikman was in that group, which I'd like it that way. But I, if you're asking me if Tony Romo was on teams like this and had this defense, and Tony was on some good teams, don't misunderstand me. I like Romo's ability. I like Romo's balls and gun. I, Romo to me was a gunslinger. Yeah, that needed players. I, I love the Tony Romo through the slant route, and that bang post is as good as anybody. Man, the ball was up and out. Yeah, I, I think Tony took a lot of flack. Tony Romo's a good, Romo's a good player. Yeah. Tony Romo's top ten ball spinner of all time. I, all right, I, and let me tell you something, dude. If you want to get into a superstar's athletic competition, he, he 
I'm not sure Dak could keep up. No, he can't. With, with an athlete, I mean, and that's Romo can you know dunking basketballs and shooting 68 on a golf course and throwing and ripping that out cut and come back. He could throw on the run. He had movement in the pocket. Could throw off schedule. I actually think Tony was kind of underrated, if you want my opinion. Uh, me, I, I'm the same way. He just didn't have the it factor to win the game. Right, right. right. He just he, but he was very talented kid, no doubt. Uh, Dak Prescott's about as stiff as a porn dick, in my opinion. So I don't know if you know how stiff that is, Sean, but that goddamn. I have. I wouldn't even know. I don't even know how to spell porn, dude. Uh, I, I, hear you, I don't ever know. I, I wouldn't you know, know how to spell. You know what it is, though. You know what it is. It's fucking free. What is? Porn. <laughs> you know who told me that, Sean? The motherfucker I'm going to see tomorrow, Pat, Pat Perez. He's like, why the fuck would you pay for an OnlyFans when porno is free on the internet? <laughs> what happened to you, dude? I'm sitting here in my crib. <laughs> and we're about to break down Prescott Russell. <laughs> and you're telling me how stiff his mechanics are. And I'm telling you, I don't even know how to spell porn. And you're looking at me like, you lying bastard. And I'm telling you, I don't. And you're telling me, Pat Perez, our buddy, who is telling you that you're a dumbass for, for, for paying for it. Is that what he's saying? <laughs> he said, who would pay for fuck when, when Pornhub is free? <laughs> God damn. He's like, who the fuck would watch you on porn on, on OnlyFans? I said, I, I don't know. I, I never bought it. I would oh. never. I don't know why. You know, I'm going to choke. What happened to you, man? So you see, so you get dropped on your head as an adult and a child. You are so fucked up. It's unbelievable. Hey, but... Did you get one of these in the mail? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I, did I, th- I thought I thanked you for that, but I probably hey. fucked that up, too. Uh, fuck I... me, right? These motherfuckers right here got it pretty nice. <laughs> I'm going to get up and go put whiskey in it while you're talking about your porn, your your Woody from porn. Dude, what hey, happened to you? Dude, what hey, the hell happened hey, to you? Hey, by the way, speaking of that, I got to go refill my cup. Everybody in here, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. We're about to break down das- Dak Prescott. He's still yeah, porn and, all the, and all the great compliments that JB gave him. <laughs> That's my hey, bully, hey, dude. Hey, Say hey, hi to Kilo. That Say is hi to my man, Kilo. That's a beautiful hey, boy. Cup. Yeah, That's thank beautiful. you. Say, hey. can you say hi, good boy? Can hey, we got to get some fucking females. In. Lucy, where you at, Lucy? You got to bring some bitches in here for us. We got to get some fucking females in here for these dogs now. Um, <laughs> hey, we're going to be right back. Stay tuned. We're going to break down that. See you guys in the live, but we'll be back in two minutes. We quit. have to get to the point. And so let's coach it up, Sean. I want to sh- I want to coach you up real quick, and we're going to get to why buzzwords are important. So we're doing an angle tackle drill here, okay? So you understand there's four cones here. Yep. This running back right here, Sean, he has to try to score, but he can only make one cut and get vertical. Here's the cone. That's the touchdown. This cone right here is the touchdown. This guy on defense, Sean, has to take the air out. That means get to this side of the line of scrimmage as fast as possible, take the air out to avoid that one cut by the running back. So – for instance, we're buzzwording this, and I'm sitting there yelling, and here we go. We're going to blow the whistle. We get to that damn cone. That is horrible. You're not taking the air out. Your eyes are down. You're not. All right, Sean, we're ready to go now. I had to get a refill. Uh, we got great commercial breaks here. We got a big-time fucking show here now, so we're ready to get it going. Um, yeah. About to break this down. Uh, 
Oh, oh we got man. six emails. Baby girl NYC. I appreciate you guys. Uh yeah, Sean has a beautiful dog. Um Dak Prescott <laughs> may have a beautiful dog too. We don't fucking know, right? Um, we're gonna break down this goddamn Dak Prescott, Sean, before we get fucking banned by the IR or whatever it's called. <laughs> the IRA is the gun law, isn't it? Not the IRA. Yeah. Yeah, and the IRS is a tax law, so you're going to have to come up with something different, dude. I don't think the gun laws or the tax laws are coming. Now, somebody may want to shoot us, but I, I'm not sure that the gun laws are tax laws. Hey, Sean, Chris Logan wants to know, did you play with Matt Johnson? Matt Johnson's my best friend of all time. Yeah, Logan, Fresno, yeah, Fresno, are you kidding friend. me? Matty and I were roommates for five years. I wore seven, he wore eight. He played boundary corner. He was a defensive MVP my senior year. We talk all the time. He is my best friend. He's family. He's like the, the DNA. Matt Johnson's my, my, what, what is he, ride or die? He's one of my, if I've got five ride or dies, he's one of them. Really? Love him. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. That's good shit. Um, Yellowstone. Cheers to you, go. brother, before oh, we break down back. Let's pull that person in here. Um, let's see here. Here we go. We got this the wide angle, a little 12 yeah. personnel swap. Uh, we're going to get a little Dak on the center. Oh, you love it? Boot naked. Look at how stiff he is, Sean. He he is this. I, I mean, fuck, stiff as a porn dick might be an understatement, Sean. He might be fucking, you know, this you're is talking uh, about. You're talking about when he comes out of this, how long it takes him to get square, right? Yeah, he just look. doesn't he just look immobile and stiff? Yeah, well, well there's no doubt. But he's a big fella, though. But then you're going to compare him to like Mahomes and Herbert. I get it. I get it. But it does. Here's what the thing about it. You know, some guys get out and you are 100% correct on this part. When he comes out of that stretch fake to, to get to, to get naked and get out there, watch again from the top of this JB, how long it takes him to snap the head. And get, it's like, he's going around a big old turn. You got to snap your yeah. head and get downhill quicker. Now it becomes a big play. He's got it. Inaccurate throw though, which bothers me. Um, trying to square it up and get going, but it does take him a while to get moving. You are 100% correct. Ball could have been out earlier. Right now, should we get it out, get him the ball in space. He's squared up now, but watch the miss here. Stiff at the John, legs. I don't like this. I don't like the 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 ball leaving the chest. I don't. I want to see the ball the, loaded. It, I want to see that ball. And, and he's a and he's a righty going left. Got to load it early to get downhill. This ball here. Right. You know what I mean? Get some momentum. Yeah, and what happens is when you clear that, if you'll load early going to your left, it forces your shoulders to turn and get downhill quicker. I'm with you. And that's why, why, you know, coaching my kids, I got a couple kids in the chat here. That's why I always said, you know, um, get your fucking dick pointed downhill. And, and and this right here will get your shoulders, your, your your torso, and your dick pointed downhill. And it just takes him a long time uh, rewinding this. The load, just he's takes still not loaded time. when he throws. Watch this. And the ball ends up high. Watch. He's, all of a sudden, he has to and load. And look at the ball. And John, the ball's not even ready to throw. That's my point. Right now, he's, he's his head down. Now he loads up, and it's all in one motion. That ball should have been loaded, come downhill with two hands. Like You never know who's chasing you. So you're on the run. Yes. I've always tell my guys, in order, when you're going as a righty, going to your left, in order to square your shoulders, your shoulders cannot stay parallel to the line of scrimmage. If you load to the right shoulder so you're in position to throw it, they have to come. Watch how long it takes. 
Now get that thing loaded, running with one hand, somebody strips from behind, and look at the inaccuracy of the throw. Look at the inaccuracy. That's an easy completion for everybody. Yeah, he's that, stiff, man. These he's are the throws stiff. he has to make. Now watch his front leg when he – right leg, right arm. And, 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 Sean, this right here – is this is not very conducive for success? I mean, look at that! Look at that off balance! Look at that right there! Like, and here's, here's he what should I don't be square like he's a runner. Yes. Here's what I don't understand. Now, watch back up about two frames. What I don't understand is when he comes downhill. I always say finish and follow. Chase the ball down after you throw it. Yes, watch yes. him after he throws it. He he moves to the sideline instead of uh, if you'll attack the receiver. Attack him and come down here with you got to have front knee bend too, or if you stiff leg it, the ball sails at the top of your hyper extend. He's running towards the sideline, as you see when he throws this football. Right. He's leaning towards the sideline. Look at this running. Look at that. And look at the accuracy or the inaccuracy of the throw. He starts, throws the ball, and dashes to his left instead of finish. And I say chase the ball down for three steps. No doubt. Second and ten now. Um. Here's a scenario. Now we're going to run the football, and, and so we're going to be on third long. Uh, now we're in third down here. Third and eight, Sean. Quarterback's worst nightmare. Um, we got a little 20 personnel. A little duo pop, top, top, top of the screen here. We got a little 20 personnel, two back, zero tight ends for you guys out there that don't know what it means. Uh, I, like, I like how, you know, we always talk pocket presence. We always, you know, Sean, how, how – how high do you regard pocket presence in the court at the quarterback position? I think it is probably got to be one or two, in my opinion, um, for having the great success. Tom Brady's yeah, a master at it. Pat, Peyton Manning was a master at it. And these guys are the most unathletic fucking big logs we've ever seen. They move the pocket with their feet. Subtle movement, Sean. It's not fucking escape. It's, it's subtle feet. It's subtleness. It's very small right. movements in the pocket. And Quick, urgent, reset. The, the thing with this, too, is, oh, I hold it in the top three as well. Pocket presence is, it, first of all, you can't bail too early. It helped, and, and you got to feel rush, see coverage. A lot of yes. guys see coverage and, and don't see the, the – they see rush, but or don't see coverage. See rush, right? You're looking That's, at the rush. They're looking right. at the D-line. Yes, you can't. Then you're late. The windows close. They open and close. Now, this, you got to have presence. Step to your right, reset. He steps right into the back. You got to take quick reset. Now Brady would have right shot, step, reset, and, and shot, go. This is drills we coach. Right? The kid the dr- All the we're, time. We're, we're, we're here. We want to just step forward subtly here, right? We just want to step yeah. forward in this pocket here see, and then right, recline, right? Right. See where he's. If you freeze it right where he's at, see the guy, his own player. I don't know if that's the center of the guard in his vision. You want to step right, him right here, right? Right. One quick set reset, and then if you have to climb, you climb up into that pocket and deliver the football either outside or take off and run, okay? But you step right into trouble, and that's got to be a feel thing. He steps thing. into his own guy. Yes, he does. Yeah. Reset with a quick reset with your right, and then you take that hit, and then guess what? You're on the ground and take a sack. Now, that's why I do a pipe drill. I do a pipe drill every day as my everyday drill. We call them EDDs in the profession. Everyday drill for all you guys. Everyday drill is a pipe drill, Sean. I do a four-corner pipe drill. We, I want to get over, back and forth, back and forth. I want to fucking wrap. I want that... I don't need you to run four four. No, 
I was a five flat guy. I never took a sack, Sean. I didn't get fucking sacked. That ball came out, or my feet were fucking in that thing, hot potato. Watch, watch this one from the end zone and freeze it when he's at the top of his drop. Now freeze, freeze. He got to feel momentum working to his left. Take quick sidestep right there. That's where he ends up. Now vision. If you don't like it, you climb, throw it away. Get me five yards. I mean, don't take a sack. That's a clean. And and the and the back's fucked here. This tight end should be eyeing that. Right. So waiting on he he's crawled back into Prescott and made it difficult. But a field pocket would have stepped. Brady Manning, Warren Moon would have taken a quick reset to their right. Reset. Their eyes would have never left the coverage. And at worst, you throw it away. You got you got to have better feel for that. Now we're on first down again. Little 20 remove. We're inside zone. We got to get it out. Let's go to the second down here. Uh, second and two now. Short yardage is the quarterback's dream now compared to the last time it was third and eight. Uh, quarterback's nightmare. Second and two, quarterback's dream. We got everything we want. Quarterback run game here. We're in empty. We got we got quick game. We got play action pass. Anything we want to do at our disposal as a second and two is a, is a great situation to be in as a quarterback and on an offensive coordinator. Now, we got four guys here. We got a quad set here. Um, you know, just on alignment alone, Sean, I don't like the spacing. I don't care what they're running. I, I just don't like this spacing. I don't care what you're going to run. I can do every. I don't even know what they're doing, Sean, but I know for a fact that I can do it with better spacing than this pre-snap. And I don't right. care what fucking routes they're running. And I don't care where he's going. I can still do it from a different alignment. And, and that alignment to me is just, even if they were to throw this, Sean, look at this. That's all tight to me. That doesn't give my QB very well clear vision. Right. So, More spacing. But here's the thing. Now, I know it's second two, and you, you think you're going to. I just don't understand why his head comes down here first. Uh, I mean, when you, especially when you're, you're just trying to get it first down. Either. I understand the slant, but w- watch this. Takes time now. You already see press. The guy's not coming off it. Watch how quick. Watch how long he stays here, and then takes two hitches to get backside. The second you see, and let's he can't come off. Let's coach it up. Let's coach it up at the one. Let's give the the, nas- the 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 common fan here what the read key is, so we know we're locked up in man here. We already know that's man. It's man free here. It's a free. Oh, it's a it's a it's a middle box closed look. We're closed. That means the middle of the field's done. So we have to find our our our, our read key. And in this scenario, knowing that this is man like this, Sean, you agree or not, to me, that is the read key. And that read key right there takes my eyes to where I want to go. And can he squat? No. He has no help. Can he squat? No. He has no help. So that's why, that is why this man is my read key. And And he's going to take me to the ball. And here's and what, and, and, I don't know why this guy's not getting the football right now. Here's another reason, uh, JB. Look backside here. Go 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 pre pre snap alignment again. You don't have a back in the backfield. Go ahead. The back go go ahead from the start. Okay, now you're empty freeze. Now, if you are coming down here with no threat, if the guy's not blitzing, now you got two guys on one. The outside linebacker down here at the 23 yard line. Circle that guy right. No, down down here, down the bottom of the screen. Standing up on the end of the line screen. That's your read key here. Now you think, okay, there's no back to threaten him, nobody on that side. He's coming. If he doesn't come, he's freed up. He's going to run right into this lane. 
The second you see him drop in the lane, your ass, if you start down here, which Prescott did, your ass goes right back to where you got no underneath. You got numbers on the right side at the top of the screen. Now, the route combo tells me that Kellen Moore called a play to get the ball out quick, get me an automatic first down. So get me the safe pick. Come out here and throw that ball to the guy sitting down with all that spacing, I mean, with all that uh, cushion he's got, and pump the ball with no hitch, one, two, three, out. Get it to him now. Yeah. Now it's easy, and he threw it, to, threw it to the wrong guy, if you ask me. But look at the linebacker I'm talking about. He doesn't have anybody hold him, so he just drops back into space. You know that underneath coverage guy is, is becomes a problem since there's nobody to come, since he's not blitzing. If you take a peek at him, you got to come backside. The guy standing on the 30-yard line between the numbers and the hash should have got that ball a split second sooner right there. Yeah. Plus, there's more run after the catch. Okay? Yeah. Uh, to, me, uh, to me, his eyes should have gone to the top of the screen. That's just me. Yeah. Because um, you can, you, the, guy, the guy on the week, the guy down here is freed up with nobody holding him coming out, and he just sits in the hole on a slant route. No doubt. Let's watch one more and get get so we don't spend too much on one guy. We'll get we go we got to see Russell Wilson here and compare these two for today before we get onto this show. We're 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 fucking uh, having a good old time here. The reverse. Uh, let's get to here we go. This second and seven again. All right, we got a little trips bunt set to the field. Uh, tight ends on the top. Eleven personnel. Little tray set we call it. Um, trio, whatever you guys want to call it. Uh, trips. Everyone calls it something different. There's their uh, identity. Second. Run the football. Now we're third and short. Oh, they got a first. So we're first down here. Let's see if we get a little, a little fullback dive. Let's go fuck Pop Warner here. Let's see. Here we go. Looks like passing down. Uh, we got a little 11 personnel, two by two. And play, play action. <clears throat> Great ball. Uh, I like this. Do a little touch on it. I don't know, Sean, if where the skift here we we call this guy the skift um seam curl inside flat player i like to use that acronym as skift uh you know i don't know if 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 he's aware of this guy because he's not gonna cover that right i'm gonna tell you why so he threw a great ball now yeah yeah i'm gonna tell you why he's not aware you know what he thinks jb out of this that the that the 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 the, the play fake the play flake's gonna hold him that he thinks that he's going to hold that backside linebacker and to play fake. Yeah. That's exactly right. Now, watch how quickly. What I do love about this. Well, yes, watch how quickly the ball comes out, and that's probably why, because he does think he's hot. Watch this. The second he pulls that ball out, foot in the ground, ball's out. Nice little drop shot without too much air. Get it out. That's a hell of a football play. There's no argument there. And the urgency to get it out and up, whether he saw the guy or not, I think he believes play fake was going to hold the backside, which gives him a chance. This is a hell of a play by Prescott. Ball's out. No wasted motion. Nice throw. If he puts more air on it, this free safety is going to go over there and knock that guy's dick in the dirt. But he got it out just in and, time. You know, and now let's, let's evaluate a little longer. You know, this guy got hurt for, on this play, and he's done. Uh, that was the play he got hurt. Oh, oh, yeah. Knee got it. The leg got caught underneath him. Yep. Yeah. And and I once heard one time by a wise man, Sean, if your receivers finish every game, you're a great quarterback. If they don't, you're very average. Yeah. That is something to set. That really resonates with you if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, 
Like, if you look at that play, like, right now in today's world, Sean, me and you aren't thinking about that that's a fucking setup play and Dak fucked the guy. We're not saying that. But what? But if you really look at it, like, damn, would Tom Brady have not even thrown that guy the ball? You know what I'm saying? Interesting point. It's an interesting take. Uh, 11 personnel. Here we go again, a little play pass. Uh, um. You know, we got a little, little, little two-roll here, a uh, little trap coverage up top. Safety's getting over the top there. Quarter-quarter, half look, whatever you want to call it on the bottom. Uh, you know what? I don't mind the decision. He, he, he sees his clock, he gets it down, he checks it off, and he goes to his little China dig route or out route here. I mean, that's all he really has. Yep. If he at the end time, of the day, he... I look at what's open, and, and I don't see a lot of things that's open here. No, that was the only shot he had. If he was given another split second to flip his hips and hit the late delay out of the back, watch this. Watch the late coming out to the right. He just doesn't have time to. He's got to throw it to the guy, that guy right there. He just doesn't have a chance. They had to get the ball out and protect it. He's fortunate that he made an accurate throw because when that guy's rolled up like that, you get yourself into trouble trying to throw a flat route, you know, late when the guy's got him covered. A good job. He just doesn't have a chance to reset and get the leak coming out to the strong side, but that's okay. Smart play. No doubt. Um, let's get into a little bit of Russell. I got it already pulled up here, so it's 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 a good deal here. Um I want to kind of just get into some Russell and, and kind of and kind of just do a compare and contrast with these two guys before we move on with the show. We're not taking too much time on this deal. Uh we got a little Russell Wilson here. You know, we know he struggled, Sean, uh, to say the least. The team struggled. Denver's not what we thought. I think Denver fans are probably just in a bad state right now. Uh, this is a few weeks ago. Um, here we go. I mean, fucking pick right out the gate, damn near. We, you know, we got a slant here. He, he's basically saying, you know what? Fuck it. Look at his eyes, Sean. He's a guy that, you know, you look at and you're like, okay, this is a poised veteran who, who is sitting there thinking, okay, this guy is a guy that usually does this, right? He'll fuck with me and drop. And now we're sitting there thinking, okay, is it or not? And he wants to throw this nonchalantly where in theory, this is probably the ball we're just replaced. Turn around and let's get you the ball if that's something we, we have built in. But this is a dangerous pass. He throws it nonchalant. His eyes are left the whole time. There's really I, no reason for his eyes to go left because this guy right here is not really a factor on an outside I, hitch. I think Russell Wilson's the most disappointing quarterback in the league this year. I do. Eight game this this I don't want to hear, well, it's a new offense. Well, two is in a new offense. Uh Cousins is in a new offense. I, I can name him. Go back to that play. I'm gonna tell you another reason why. I don't know what they're teaching them. But you tell me when throwing a slant goes off in from the gun goes three and a hitch to the next play, the very first one. You tell me when you're throwing a a, a little delayed slant top off three and a hitch from the opening play. One, two, three, hitch on a slant route. Hesitation slant route, three-step hesitate runaway. Yeah. Unless and, and now if that guy was running, if the inside slot was running a corner, it was a smash concept. You're going to run a whip out, drive him in and whip out. I get it. Uh, that yeah. ball is supposed to be caught. Some take a rocker step and throw, some catch and release. But I ain't taking a three-step. That That is the combination you run when you're throwing a hitch. And to, to belabor your point, if he was going to throw that ball in the seam, you ain't throwing three and a hitch in a seam when you're trying to bang the guy at 15 yards. 
They, the footwork is no. lazy, and it, and and you cannot you cannot take three and a hitch on a quick game from the gun. Can't do it. See, and I'll take Prescott. Sean, nine, I'll take Prescott I, I'm over point out Russ something. Wilson all day. I'll take Prescott over Russ Wilson friggin' all day. Right here, Sean. I just wanted to show you this because of what you said. That is just. It doesn't look like he wants to. Doesn't that look like a walkthrough practice? Yeah, look how lazy he is coming out of the fake. Because with Russ Wilson, I want you on the edge. I want you to show that. Look at, and they don't even respect him on the on the bootleg. They're just chasing no. that anyway because they know he's going through motions on this. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Russ Wilson's. Not look at personal. that. I've that been, is. Been a, that is. I, I've been. A, I, I judge everybody by every snap. The run game. They're how they're carrying out their fakes, everything. If this was a rookie, you'd be on his ass for not carrying out his fakes in practice if you're his coach. I, I, Russ Wilson, listen, I've held him in the highest regard. I thought he was great at times in Seattle. He's a Super Bowl champion. But I'm talking about this year. I'm not talking about his career. He's put up a good career this year. The guy looks disinterested, and quite frankly, the offense, he's a big reason why they're not moving. That defense has played well enough to win a lot of games. No doubt. Uh, Sean, I can't put this on Russ here. You know, we're, we're reading down here. This is solely the read key right there. Uh, the spacing of this route concept to me is very, very bad because if this guy was out here and he was my read, I'm throwing him the ball right now and he don't, he could throw it right now. Yep. And but take the hit after the I, throw. Agreed. I see why Russell didn't throw the, the football. Uh, bad, bad design in my opinion, bad spacing. Yeah, you know, the, the the head coach has been quite a disappointment in Denver as well this year. You no, know, the the combination of them both has been, quite frankly, putrid. Yeah, it 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 it's fucking. It looks like two old people fucking. To be honest, <laughs> a little, a little, a little, I mean, I gotta be honest. It it looks like, and that's fucking bad, Sean. That's fucking bad. Two old people fucking. Um. I think Clint Eastwood could probably still bring it, don't you? You think Eastwood's still bringing it? Fuck, he's made four hundred movies. No, I think he. I think Clint still brings it. That's why his last movie was what the Mule. I think Clint's still bringing it, dude. Or that was one of them. I think is. I love Clint. He might be still bringing it in like ninety, dude. That's Clint Eastwood. The Mule. The Mule. That's a gangster now. Um, hey, OG, this is a dude, fucking an lazy feat. Clint's an OG, yeah. Sean, let me be honest here. Let me be honest with you. Before I get super fucked up and I just start motherfucking everybody in the chat. Let yeah, me, let me, let me, let me be honest with <laughs> Let me be honest with you. Fast feet creates fast arm. I have always used that, those terms. Fast feet, fast arm. Slow feet, slow arm. Transfer of weight. Everything is slow here. And I think slow feet creates slow arm. And look at this shit right here. This is fucking atrocious. I, want to, I don't understand a lot. And then it's also skewing his decision making. He looks so disinterested or so out of whack. He's throwing a listen. Now listen, 
he's throwing a fade route or a if he's well first of all you don't if it's a back shoulder you can't throw a back shoulder to a trailing db that's number 1 secondly look at the help over the top look well, watch the watch the second the ball snap the safety run you're done you can look and look how far the, the there's nothing to threaten the corner so he's going to keep retreating you know anybody coming out in the flat to hold him so and he's trailing i mean he's underneath the receiver you don't throw back shoulders when a guy's underneath the receiver. It's either even or ahead of the receiver. And if you loop it, you're gonna get his, he's gonna get hit. I just don't understand. It's you know what he's doing. I'm gonna just make it real simple. He's confused, and that causes slow feet and slow arm. You know what else he's doing? I think he's premeditating pre-snap read and throwing it before. I think he knows where he wants to throw it before the snap, and not by coverage, by in his own mind. I'm just gonna make this throw because I got. A, a good receiver down here going to get it. He has no business throwing this ball here. None. Here's the ball to be thrown, John. Fucking right there, the ball should be thrown. Right Check now. Yeah, reset your feet. and That guy's going to run for 15 yards. And, and, and What people don't understand, this red line right here, so everybody understands, that's a pocket. This is a clean fucking pocket here. He has no stress. No stress. So... We got time to reset, like Sean said. We can reset our feet. We can climb the pocket. We can do a lot of things here. Um, I, 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 we don't, he's not good right now, man. He hasn't been good all year on a consistent yeah, basis. We don't need to watch him no more. He's that's a two hundred fifty. That's two hundred fifty million dollars, brother, with a new contract. Hey, Sean, and I like I like Russ. It's not I do, but I can tell you this: I could find twenty five quarterbacks. I'd line up. He's one of the, the uh, there's he's at the bottom six or seven in the league this year in my opinion. Decision. Be honest. Um, we're headed into third and long. Third down. You got a flag on uh, unfortunate conduct on Sean for saying that uh, Clint Eastwood still lays pipe. Um, dude, I, I think I think Clint Eastwood's kick, uh, still delivering pound cake, dude. I do. I think his name's Sarah Lee on the side. I think he's delivering that pound cake, dude. I do. That's an OG, dude. He's an original gangster, dude. Are you kidding me? Uh, he is. He is. Uh, man, I love doing this show with you. Uh, I could just drink all fucking night and talk shit and be fine. Um, make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe. I forgot we had a, a, ch- a crowd here. I appreciate you guys here, man, for the first night. I love you guys, too. Let me ask you this, Sean. Third and long here. Us unsustainability uh, is a huge thing. Me and you talk about it, the position of quarterback. Uh, here on Last Chance Q. Justin Fields. Uh, I had an argument today with a guy, friend of mine. He said, JB, you were wrong with Justin Fields. You said he was a bust. And I said, well, first of all, it's year one and a half. Let's not anoint and let's not call people bust just yet. But please point out what the fuck has Justin Fields done that I'm unaware of because I haven't seen a motherfucker do anything besides Look like fucking Walter Payton. He's fucking unbelievable at running back, Sean. He's running for 200 yards a game. By the way, Sean, he's injured. He's unavailable. And this style of play is unsustainable. And I just don't understand why the common folk don't get it. That the number one job for us, Sean, is to be available. To win games in the fucking... You have to play the game to win the game. So... He's hurt. I, I hate to see a guy get hurt. We saw Trey Lance go down. We're, we're we're this far away from seeing Josh Allen. 
We're this far away from seeing Lamar. We're this far away. Well, Kyler Murray is out right now, Sean. So, so why don't people understand that it's unsustainable and it's not hate? It's just the fact that the eye in the sky don't lie. And and I don't understand. Uh, and I would love for you to take take and run with the Sean. You know. I know the game's tr- changing. It's trending in more of an athletic, uh, you know, stance. But Justin Lamar, Trey Lance, Kyler Murray, Carson Wentz, Sean, is hurt. You know, Carson Wentz is hurt. Um, he's a guy that's reckless. And, and to me, it's it's ignorant. It's not reckless. You're ignorant because you're not available. And I don't think Carson Wentz is very good. I think him and Baker Mayfield are the two most overrated quarterbacks of all fucking time. But at the same time, uh, what's your take on this Uns- unsustainability? I The way he plays now, and I'm going to take a different – I've watched a lot of Justin Fields this year for a lot of reasons. Let me back, back up a little bit. In this league that we're in now, JB, and you know this, he can have great success because of the way we do things with athletic quarterbacks. He can. Lamar proved it with an MVP, and this dude – is about six three and a half, about two thirty. He's a big dude. Now, the unsustainable. You are one hundred percent correct. You can't keep running your quarterback twenty times and taking those hit. Now you can run it twenty times if I teach him or somebody teaches him how. On first and ten in the first quarter, give me eight. Don't take on the strong safety and the Sam linebacker and get down. Now in the fourth quarter, on third and eight, and we need a first down, and you're greeting those guys, and there's a minute left. Go run your ass right through them with your big ass body. I've seen strides though, JB. They are they have no if if he's not on their team, they may not They're win fucked. two games. That they have no shot. They're fucked. So, so this guy is carrying a it's like carrying a bus on his back. And I've seen him prove it. Now listen, he's got a long way to go as far as the processing of information, just like Zach Wilson does, just like Trey Lance is gonna have, just like Davis Mills is going through. To process and get through it and trust your weapons to do work for you and finish. But I can tell you this. We can coach that. You can coach that kid into superstardom. But you can't sustain making him Walter Payton that just throws one. So it's got to flip. He's got to beat you throwing it and then destroy you running it when necessary. And he's young. Right now, he's, he's, he's leaning on when he's on the field. Leaning on what he does best. The first or second guy's not open. Get your ass making me a play. And I like his accountability. He said he's got to play better. When he threw a pick, he told his team he's got to play better. I do think in this league, with the way we're coaching that position now on the NFL level, now you're not going to sustain Josh Allen doing the take, rushing for 80 yards a game, taking those hits. It's not, you just can't. These guys are too good on defense and too physical. But I think that you can coach him. I like his ability. I like his ability, JB. I think there's a, we're a long ways away from what you and I love, and that's the ability to get through all your progressions and be a passer first and then do all the other stuff. Right now he's, in truth, leaning on what his biggest strength is, and that's just to go be a big beast and make a play. I don't think he's a bust. I think if they give him weapons, the Chicago Bears can win with Justin Fields. Now, how far for how long? I don't know. But I'm I, I like I like the fact that he's not afraid to shoulder all this responsibility. But you're damn one hundred percent correct. You can't sustain twenty carries a game and twenty five thirty hits a game for a quarterback. I don't care who it is. Superman with a blue and red suit on can't do it. 
I'm going to clear the airways here. Um, I recruited the kid. When he left Georgia, I tried to get him to Indy. So I had a relationship with him, a uh, very little one, but I dealt with the grandmother. I dealt with his handlers. I dealt with the people because I was trying to get him in a bad way, obviously. So I just got called today by ESPN Chicago. They said, Coach, we would love to have you on next week because we know how you hate on on Justin Fields. And I said, first of all, you don't have a fucking idea what you're talking about, ESPN Chicago. I don't hate. I'm just telling you that until he learns to throw the ball from the pocket on time, he's not going to be around this league a long time to be talking about him. I and could, I, I could teach him. I could teach the kids to do it just like you could. I'd love to coach him. Sean, that's what I wanted to clear the airway with. If you ask me which quarterback would you start a franchise with if you were the head coach, JB, which we're going to talk about in our two-minute drill, um, I would take Justin Fields. Of these, of these second-year quarterbacks, dude's a monster now. He just uh, has got to be more adept. They got to. He's got to. We, we just. You can't sustain all these hits. Lamar's. They're going to start to realize that with Lamar, as good as he is, and Trey and 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 Josh Allen, it's already hit Carson Wentz. And listen, at this stage of his career, he's a friggin' playmaker on a team that's not any good. I would take Justin Fields, Sean, and I would run my style of offense with him. And but right. I'm gonna. I'm going to teach this motherfucker how to throw from the pocket on Agreed. time. Yeah. How, when to run and when not to. That's not hate. That's just wanting to be a good teacher and coach him. Yeah. I get it. Oh. But he's got an enormous skill set. He does. That he dude does. is a beast. He does. Um, Sean, leadership trickles downhill. Uh, last night, you got to see one of my tweets uh, about number 33 for the Arizona Cardinals where he just turned it down. He basically just cowardly acted – uh, he, you know, Ronnie Lott, the, the Kittle, the Kittle touchdown run was a Kittle. Yeah. Down the sidelines. Yeah. I thought it was, it was a cowardice move. It looked to me like he quit in the middle of a play. Yeah. You know, I had an acronym for that, Sean. I called it. I used to say, Hey, I'll see you next Tuesday, you know? And, and they were like, what do you mean coach? It's, it's, it's a Monday night game. I said, yeah. Cause he's a cunt. See you next Tuesday is the fucking acronym for that. And people don't understand that you turn that shit down, Sean, because you have the same amount of gear that these other fuckers have, and you're making millions of dollars, and you're taking away. Uh, I, I don't know. I, How do you I, address your teammates after that? I, I don't know. Sean. That How do you look at your teammates after I, that? Fuck, dude. I, I thought it was. I, I thought he didn't want any part of the contact. I thought it was weak. I just think he gave up on this head coach, which is number one, glaring, glaring thing that popped out at me was you don't give a fuck about cliff kingsbury because i've never had a kid do that on my team i don't think that they're i don't think that you're going to see that relationship between front office quarterback and head coach much longer in arizona i'll just say that now, did I, you don't, I, I don't believe that the, i don't believe that these two are the, for the next three years going to be quarterback and head coach on the same team no. Did you hear about the whole line coach got fired in Mexico? Oh, they fired him there. I was doing all kinds of stuff today. I'd heard. I, I didn't see the news. You, this oh, is the first got, I've heard it. He didn't even coach in the game. The old line. So they coach. fired him before the game. Yeah, I guess he got. Apparently, what I've heard, I've heard a bunch of shit, Sean. We may be breaking news. I don't know. I've, I got a couple of buddies. Uh, with yeah, him. I didn't hear that this morning. So maybe I missed it with all the other shit I got going on in my show. The rumor all is all the good stuff. Should I say all the good shit? Rumor is he got he got fucked up. Um, 
Got a little bit of a, you know, not Tijuana, obviously, when your neck of the woods, Tijuana was our stomping ground just across the border. But he was in Mexico City. I guess he got a little, uh, little, little, you know, $2 holler, whatever the hell it cost him. Um, and he went and got that done. And I'm just, we're going to talk about it later in a, here in a minute, Sean. And, and uh, before we, we make this a five-hour show, uh, we're going to talk about the OC for the Tennessee Titans. Why are these guys doing these things? I don't know. But leadership trickles downhill. Your O-line coach was fired before the game. He don't coach in the game. We have a mockery going on amongst the staffs. And these grown Gosh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, that's bad. Men are looking at it, Sean, like, what the fuck are we got going on in this organization? Well, it's Why just going to make a tackle, Sean? Well, it's just a, it just goes to show you that the, the, the disrespect, you don't do that the day before a game or the week of a game or two days before a game. And I know you're mentioning Todd Downing's DUI after their game this past weekend. I've just, when it comes to the drinking and dry, I don't have any idea what happened with this offensive line coach. I can't, I can't even make comment. If it, if it did happen, then you're, you're disrespecting your, the guys you coach and your head coach because they needed you in the game. Obviously. Um, I'm not going to judge them on what's going on in their personal life. Cause I don't know. But I don't know what's going on in Todd Downing's life as the offensive coordinator. You got there's 32 of them. Matter of fact, there's 32 of them in the NFL. It's a good gig. No, and he's he's a good coach. And I, the drink, the, the thing about drink, we all make stupid mistakes. But to me, that's not a mistake. That's a conscious thought because you knew going in, give the keys to somebody else. You take it, take take an Uber. You're be, be, you're fortunate that nobody got killed or nobody that you, you didn't kill yourself. And I don't mean that like, oh, my gosh, you're making too big a deal. I, listen, we've all done dumb stuff, but he's in a position where you just – if a player did that and had to go in and address the coach, he would say, come on, man, call me. I'll come get you. Call a buddy. You got you got money. It's a $25 cab ride or Uber or Lyft. I, I don't understand, and I guess the inebriation makes you make poor decisions, right? I, I just – with one of the 32 good jobs in this league, they're hard to come by. You don't want to put yourself in a position for an organization to have to make that decision on, on booze and driving after, and you're celebrating or whatever it is you're doing. I'm sure celebrating, but you got to be, you just got to be careful. And he might've been with buddies. He hadn't seen in a while. Still give the keys to one of your buddies, go back the next day to the bar and pick them up. Whatever it is, don't get behind the wheel because it, it, we, we've seen enough evidence that you just can't do it, man. I'm not laughing. It. It's fucked up because this situation in Mexico City, I doubt he was seeing buddies, right? I, obviously. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The, I'm talking about the Todd yeah. Downing I'm talking about. Yeah. In, I'm talking you know, about the, Mexico off, City, yeah. uh, Sean. And I, I was thinking about your dad, my dad. Uh, both are gone. Rest in peace. Uh, are Both of our best friends and just great leaders of men. Um, I'm probably not the man I am without him. You're not the man you are without your dad. Uh, but God damn it. As this guy, another grown man goes down in flames, one of 32 offensive line coaches in the NFL. Um, I just look back at what my dad used to tell me, and, and, and I swear to God, Sean, I can't even – it's unbelievably correct in 100%. Like, if it is just alcohol and, and, and a female, uh, my dad was never wrong. I mean, this guy has a one of 32 jobs, Sean. And you know what? Two things undefeated, John. Pussy and new pussy. And he went out and got his son's pussy. And he left that 30s. 
he left that roster. And that just tells me the importance of that team is is very low on his fucking uh, things to do list. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. And like I said, this is the first I've heard. I, I, I have. I'm gonna have to read up on it. I had no idea. I hate hearing this because you think about all the collateral damage with teammates and your gig, and now you got to go in and you're gonna be the the organization's gonna have to talk to you if it happened, and you got to address your head coach and your players. Uh, all the things. What did, what did I a year ago? I mean, years ago, better to prepare and prevent than repair and repent. And we've all made mistakes. And after those mistakes, I learned to live by, I'd rather prepare and prevent than repair and repent. And uh, uh, lesson. I, I just hate seeing it because, you know, the collateral damage goes to a lot of different people and in, both, mean, case, in both cases. It could have been why 33 fucking did what he did. We Maybe. don't know. Yeah, you you, you you don't know. Uh, you, you don't know. And it's tough. The holiday season, everybody's going through something different. And I hate judging people because I don't, I mean, I've been judged. I hate judging them. I just know that when you're going on trips like that, it's a business trip. And if you look at it like that, lock your damn deadbolt and stay in your damn room. If you're going to risk drinking the night before a game and you do it, don't do it outside. And if you're going to do it, do it in your room. I, I, whatever it is you do, just don't put yourself in, in that kind of harm's no, way. I, I'm not going out here and getting in my fucking truck and driving down the fucking freeway. You're not walking out of your office when this is done. You're exactly right. I, I mean, going to your sense. couch. Right. It doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. so two it's, it's too bad. It really is, JB. It it's is. Uh, Two-minute drill here. Um, we're going to get after it real quick here and, and get this show wrapped up. This is our first live. Me and Sean having a hell of a time here. Fun, drink, chilling. Uh, we got we to gotta put this clock on. We're going to start it here over. All right? We're at two minutes. Um, first first draft picks, Sean. You you're, you got a franchise at your disposal. You're taking Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, uh, somebody that I did not mention who do you have? You got a one minute. Tell me who and why, and then I'll do it with a minute as well. Okay, and is this for one year, one game, or five years? Give me the time frame. Uh, franchise. This is you. who you're rolling with. Franchise going forward. Listen, there's a lot of good ones. You, you keep Burrow upright. He's really good. That dude's got the balls of a daytime burglar, which I've mentioned. He reminds me of his pocket presence like Brady. I love Lamar Jackson's ability to create. Josh Allen's dresses in a phone booth. I can go through a lot of them, but for me, wins makes everybody better. Seems to have a great relationship with coach, and I think I could have a great relationship with him. I love everything he does, even if mechanics aren't the exact best in the business. He knows where to go with the football, and I think players genuinely like him. I'm almost start with Mahomes, and it, it ends right there. Now, if all of a sudden you say, Sean, I had the first pick, I'm taking Mahomes, and you're going to leave me Josh Allen or Burrow or uh, three years from now what Justin Fields is going to play like, I I'm going to be okay. But you're giving me the first pick, whether it's college or the NFL. Now, three years from now, Caleb Williams is going to be pretty good at SC. I know we'll have that another conference conversation down the road about him, but I'm taking Pat Mahomes. All right, Pat Mahomes. Uh I still think the jury's out. I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not ready to anoint him yet. I have to see him uh, do some things in some, some bigger critical games. Get him another ring, and I'll say, you know what? I'll eat crow on it. Right now, I want to see him. Uh, I want to see him do 
what a lot of guys have done with a much less wideout core. He's had a great one. Now, this year, he's showing me something now. He's showing me something with a bigger, slower wide receiver crew. Agreed. Then a jitterbug Tyreek Hill and, and, and some Sammy Watkins and the guys like that that he lost. He's actually showing me some things. Um, I'll put me on the clock here. Uh, I'm going to go Joe Burrow. Uh, the son of a coach. You know, I got to know his dad well. Recruited him. Uh, Frank Solis staff at University of Ohio. Um, he is uh, well-tooled. He was an older kid, mature, came into the thing. You know, a kid that transferred in college. Comes in, gets hurt year one. Basically, his year one and a half, he takes a Cincinnati Bengals team who has been down and out since Boomer Esiason uh, to the Super Bowl, beating Patrick Mahomes along the way, by the way, um, and doing that with a horrid offensive line. Great wideouts, horrible offensive line. Um, and you know as I know, you're either the goat or the hero at quarterback. And I think what he did in year one and a half after a knee injury, beating Mahomes, going to the Super Bowl, almost winning a Super Bowl, I just think you surround this guy with the right tools and you're going to have um, a guy to build a franchise around for a long, long time. I Like you heard me mention his name first before I said Mahomes, the guys that I love. I love his swagger. I love his, his toughness. He's got escapability. Like I said, I believe aside from Brady, he's got the best pocket presence in the league. I thought he had it even coming out at LSU. I'm going to tell you this, though, JB, and I mean this sincerely. That's why I asked, was it now one year, five years, full franchise, a, a game, a season? If you tell me it's January and I need to get to February and I got one game to win and all the rosters are the same, I'm still taking the 45-year-old. I'm taking Brady. I, I am. Because I know he knows what to do with the football. He's not the most gifted, but he's still got a fastball. He's still competitive as hell. He's still accurate. If you say all the teams are the same, but you got to have one guy to get you from late January to February to play or win that game at 45 years old, I'm still taking Brady. And if they get into the playoffs and – get on a roll going into the playoffs. As I said, you damn well better take notice from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because if you're counting that fool out right now, you're out of your damn mind. But, Sean, he's never been the most talented, and he continues to do what he did. And he's the best of all time because he knows where to throw it on time, and he processes information. He's accurate, and he he there's not a lot of wasted motion. He just gets it, and he's got he's got that, temp, that body – I told you that pulse goes down when the temperature of the game goes up. One game to win, and everything's on the line, and i got to invest all my money. I'm taking Brady still. Um, Post-snap read uh, brought to you by DV Sport. Make sure you follow them on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the current state of football, Sean, we ranked this, we ranked this segment in our post-snap read. Uh, we'll go through this real quick. Uh, we got soft. Enabled, entitled, lazy, lack of drive, uh, lack of love, lack of respect, and flat-out investment in the craft. I don't know. I, I got a buddy coaching Deion staff at Jackson State. Half the roster didn't even know who Deion Sanders was. True story uh, when he got the job. That just tells me they'd rather play video games than know who the fuck their, 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 their forefathers were in this profession. 
there's running backs I recruited who didn't know who Derek Dickerson was. I mean, these kids have other things to do and think that other things are priority, which is fine. I just used to tell kids, don't play football then. Don't let me recruit you and recruit my balls off for you, only for you later to say, you know what, my heart's not in it, coach. I'm going to leave year one. I've had that happen so many times, Sean, and I think that's what's happening in this world we're living in now. That's why the transfer portal is on fire. That is why we are in the state we are in uh, in football. But if you had to rank these, uh, or take some out. It's your show here. Soft, enabled, entitled, lazy. A lack of it's lack of drive, lack of love. We we've already talked about it, Sean. You guys love football? Yes. Then why the fuck you miss class? Why are you lazy? Why are you not finishing the drill? Why are you walking off pouting? Uh, you know, all these things to me kind of go in and comprise one thing, which is just not important. Yeah. It's not important as it once was. Yeah. <laughs> We're paying these guys an all-time rate, Sean. It all starts with love for me. If you love it, then I'm going to get some of these things are going to be eliminated, right? I, I would say without going through, because I'd like to hear yours, at the top of the list for me, I do think there's a lack of respect for people that have played before them and even your own teammates. I think there's a lack of respect for how it's supposed to be played. So I'll put that there. But to me, two of the top two ones, I think they're, we have created through a lot of different reasons, television, social media, all of it, the entitled athlete. It, it exists. It doesn't just exist in college. It exists in high school at every level because they get to do things that the person who's just as smart as them went to the same school as them, just doesn't have the same skill set as them in their profession, that they're entitled to think that they, that everything should be, there's a red carpet rolled out for them. And I know that's a special skill set, which leads to me is the investment the investment in what you're doing. I know the best people I've ever been around got, got skin in the game, elbow grease. We've given everybody an easy out now so they can leave instead of stay invested. You can demand a trade and they'll trade you. You can demand that you're going to transfer and they'll transfer you. You can take money. I'm not saying every kid, this is not a blanket statement by me, but if I'm telling you the things that I think are creeping in to make the game a little more difficult to watch or to the, the take the purity out of it, I always ask every player I train, do you love playing? Because if you love it, you're going to invest in it, and then you're going to, you're going to respect it. But the entitlement of that you, the you think you deserve something, I was always told that you don't deserve shit until you actually earn it um, at every level. And so it's the investment and, to me, the, the entitlement. Because it, but if you love it, flipping this if you love it i think you get rid of a lot of that stuff um and if you're not invested you're going to be soft you're, you're just you're just you're going to be because it's an easy out i don't i think we give too many people an easy out not just in sports and in life so for me it's the investment and the and the respect of it and also the entitlement of that you think you deserve something for nothing no no doubt uh i agree with you on that one um with me, I got to be honest, I think it's the entitledness. Uh, the entitled, they're entitled beyond belief, in my opinion. They think they have to start now. They think everything is owed to them. They have no investment, which I agree with, um, which kind of goes in hand in hand. You're entitled because you don't know what your predecessors have laid down for you. You don't know anything before you. 
and you don't really give a fuck. And that's why you talk to coaches how you do. It's why you talk to your parents how you do. That's why you talk to the teachers in class how you do. And I think they're so entitled thinking that you've given me the car keys already. I don't need to know how to drive, but I'm that guy. And no one's told them otherwise. And I think the entitled um, sense of entitlement is just beyond belief. I've never seen it this bad. And I think that is the core foundation of what's happening across America right now in the football landscape of things. Yeah, it's not just sports. It's society. It is. And I, and I personally, it is because you're a four, five-star player in high school. Doesn't mean shit to me in college no. because you're a first round pick in the NFL. I know the money and all that. If the guy that's a third rounder is better than you, my job's on the line. I'm playing the better player. So I'm past the, your entitlement of, because you were great at one level. Doesn't mean if that's the case then every Heisman trophy quarterback would be the best player in the league. And most okay. of the time they're not. So no doubt. I, I I don't the entitlement and it's not there's some there's a lot of good kids that are invested in this and pros that love it. But I think that the downfall in society and that is the entitlement that, like you said, you get the keys before you know how to drive the car. And that's happening all over in every walk of life, to be honest with you. Um, but what do we know, Sean? Um, you know, love this picture right here. Uh, you know. I got to ask you, Todd Downing, DUI, Vrabel kept him uh, as the OC. Uh, I know there's some heat going on around the league right now. The NFL didn't step in. Vrabel kept him as the OC. Uh, you know, we saw Andy Reid's kid left a five-year-old with brain injury two years ago right before the Super Bowl. Um, is Vrabel and the NFL right by keeping him intact, or are they wrong, and why? Well, let me ask you this, and I'll repeat this kind of answer. We give players chances all the time, right? We give players chances all the time. I don't know. I mean, a guy made a – listen, it's a mistake that, like I said, I'm a big believer that it's a conscious mistake by knowing you're going to go out and you drink and by having – by leaving a place and driving. To me, it when people say, oh, it was an accident. No, that, that, well, yeah, getting caught was the accident. You'd have never known if he wouldn't have got caught driving drunk. I'm not big on canceling people, firing somebody for making a mistake. It was stupid, dangerous. If you haven't learned your lesson from other people, I was always told, why do you have to make the same mistake the people that made the same mistake before you to prove a point? Can't you learn from other people's mistakes? Yet we all seem to screw it up. There are certain things that, I, that, that ain't going to happen. I'm not getting behind the wheel after doing it. I just wouldn't do it. But I'm not Todd Downing. And I don't know what was going on in his day or in his life. I actually like, oh, well, JB, you turn. I'm not turning my back on you if all of a sudden you go out and do something. So I'm not going to turn my back on you. Now you do it three times. You rob Peter, you pay Paul eventually. So the NFL, whether he gets slapped in the hand, you suspend him. <clears throat> you take away his play calling dues for a week. Or you look at him and say, dude, you just can't do this. Now you go address this team and you tell them why you did it. Let this be a lesson that you can, people can feed off and say, okay, here's what not to do. It's okay to learn a lesson that way. Nobody got hurt. The embarrassment that he's going through, uh, maybe a life lesson for him. I'm not a big believer in, oh, you screwed up. Let me turn and run on you. I know what that feels like to have people when you screw up turn and run on you when you hit your rock bottom and, and, and turn their back on you until you start to climb the ladder again and they want to jump back on. Uh, it's the people 
through those times that stick with you. So I like a head coach who believes in his coaching staff and players, but we give players the fucking carte blanche all the time and let them have an opportunity. I'm not saying Todd Downing should. I don't know the depth of the situation, but I know that I like a loyal friend. But I'll guarantee you Mike Vrabel approached Todd Downing with more than kid gloves about this. I assure you. And I, I assure you that this isn't taken lightly by Mike Vrabel or anybody else. But I don't believe in canceling somebody every time they make one mistake and getting rid of them and just fire them because, well, we fired them. Now, you do it a second time, you'll be looking for another job. That's a guarantee. Now, the depth of a student. Now, no listen, doubt. let me take it to another level. You do something that's beyond reproach where you make a mistake, you know, with, with a female or you do something to a kid. You know, you, you know what I'm saying. You do something that you don't learn your lesson. Well, you, you're not going to get a third chance or you're not going to get a second chance if it's heinous and thought out where you're doing something that is, that quite frankly, that's like, dude, I can't believe you said that or did that with a conscious decision. This is a big mistake by Todd Downing, but I don't, I don't think you have to fire everybody. And the truth is, until you're in the situation talking to Downing and what went on, I'm going to let Mike Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans make the decision they think is best for the organization. But I can guarantee you it wasn't taken lightly if I know Mike Vrabel like I do. No, I agree. Um, we're getting into the eye in the sky. Don't lie, uh, Sean. Our first live video here. We're heading into two hours. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, we got a, I got a couple little – we got a little bit of film here on a kid. Uh, Texas kid, your neck of the woods, um, wide receiver. Um, we'll just break down a couple of kids real quick. Uh, and then, and then if there's anyone that wants to take a call and wants to call in, hit us up. We'll take a few questions from you. Um, this is our first time going live. We're going to be going live for an hour and a half a day starting next week. So we will have it down to a script for an hour and a half. Just so you know, we're just shooting the shit today, getting it going. I appreciate you. We had a, a, over 150 people in here. I appreciate you guys. Here we go. We got a kid, uh, I guess playing corner, nickel, safety, wide receiver. So he plays both things. He just ran off the back edge, stripped the guy, Sean. Uh, doesn't look very big. I, I can't see him. Uh, I like I how he chased, though, and, and strip-sacked it. Yeah, he did. Where is uh, he? Now, where, where is he on this? Which one is he? I, I, <laughs> Sean, please, please, oh, ex- okay. please, ex- <laughs> please explain to these fucking kids. I'm going to explain something to you now. The big fucking poof? The big poof? I'll I'll be honest with you. I I don't like, first off, let me, kids, we don't do this. There's no anger. We're not mad at you. We, you've sent this to us now. Neither one of us are in the ass kissing business, but we're also not, we're not trying to bury anybody or tell you you're not going to have a few, even if we evaluate you, somebody else may love you. That that's okay. It's like anything else. It's that you know, some people go in for an acting job and don't get it. The next movie they get, it's we don't hate you for if if we don't think you can play at our power five school, but somebody else you may be able to play for. You want honest evaluation? We're going to give it to you. And I'm just going to tell you, college coaches don't need more than 15 plays to evaluate what you got going on from the look and from we do it. And I'm going to tell you another thing: don't put your best shit at the end of your tape. Put it at the beginning. It'll Don't, never be seen, Sean. Yeah, never be seen. I, I got to watch a thousand of them. Don't put music to it. I don't want to hear music. This I'm not going to a rock concert or to a you know, a country western concert or going to a hip hop concert. I'm I'm here to watch you as a player. And lastly, 
I'm not here for a design team to wonder if your poof is going to be in college. I want a spot shadow. I don't need the blow up. I'm already distracted. I don't know where the hell I'm looking. Circle yourself or spot shadow, meaning shadow, and then take it off the screen and let us play. We're smart enough to know once you tell us who you are to watch you. We've watched 8 million reels of tape in our life and videos. Don't give me the poof and, and, and all that stuff that goes with it. Because I'm, I'm to the point now, if I was a college coach, I wouldn't watch the tape. I'm not going to watch it, Sean, because I don't know where the fucking sun is right here. I don't know who, what kid it is. What fucking kid is it? Is it the fucking backer, the corner, the safety? The Are you the too sun? big. Are yeah. you the sun, motherfucker? Yeah, just don't do that to us because God. we want to give you an honest. And I listen, I'm a, I'm a softie for kids that I honestly, I get it. Nobody wants to embarrass you. Nobody wants to humiliate you. And we are, we're also not giving you a scholarship if you're great at this. We want to help you. But we're helping you now. Send that tape back in without Puff the Magic Dragon on it, okay? I don't need, if I want that, I'll watch a cartoon on Saturday. I love you, but I, 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 don't get clever. Or now, if you're sending that to me to say, damn, you could be my videographer? Shit, I got you for my rock concert. We'll put a light show with it. Don't send me Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> send me a spot shadow so I know who you are. But you can't spot shadow four players. I can't have a full moon or a sun shining on 11 players because I really don't know who I'm trying to evaluate. Let me, let me, let me, I got to be honest here. Right? I, I got to be fucking honest real quick. I'm crying right now. I'm crying because I'm sad. I'm done, dude. I got I'm done. I'm saddened by your head coach. Your fucking head coach who's probably a fan of myself or Sean. God bless you, sir. But you're fucking fucking your player by putting Puff the Magic Dragon on the fucking screen, and we don't know who the fuck poof. Who is it? God damn it. I, I, I mean, Sean, we've been doing this 10 minutes, and we don't know who the fuck we're watching. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's, first of all, I can't see his number from this far, so I, I get it. But I don't understand the poof. There we go. It's a corner okay, poof. There you go. Got it. Okay, let me corner watch this. Poof. Okay, no, got turned around. But good. Hey, good catch up. If the quarterback throws it on time, he's in trouble. But good catch up after getting beat. There got we go. Poof. I like the poof now. It's a fucking one. No, you don't. You can't stand the poof, and neither can I. Get rid of that shit. Now he gets okie doke, but I like his turnaround and his catch up. Great job by him not quitting on the play. I'm still caught up in the puff, though. I, I don't like it. Oh, uh, yeah. Bad throw. Good reaction. Catch the ball. High point it. So you're cutting the kid some slack, and you're going to play it, huh? I got you. Uh, okay. I'm right. I'm done. Um, the problem is the fucking the, – the goddamn – the kid doesn't have very good hips. He can recover, but his fucking hip swivel is kind of shitty. I, 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 you know, he's getting beat and recovering because of bad quarterback play, and we know that. And that's why, we, all, you know, when you're looking at this tape and evaluating these things – uh, as coaches, you know, if, if, if me and Sean were throwing the football, then those have been three touchdowns. So we want to be clear uh, what we're looking at here. Um, real but quick, we got a running back here, it looks yeah. like. I'm not sure what we're looking at here. I haven't seen a poop the magic dragon, but I haven't seen any spotlight at all. 
Oh, here we go. Arrow. Whoa, whoa, go back. Okay, but wait. Oh, wait here, here's another. Uh, here's another. Like coaches out here, high school coaches. What in the fuck are you doing, son? Like, do you know this is looking like it's fast forward, Sean? And there's the spotlight. So now I got to catch. Well, wait a minute. Wait. Go. Go back. Who? But they put the arrow. Who? Who's it on? He went right down to the line. Who's okay? Freeze it when you see the arrow. Freeze it at the arrow. I, I'm just trying to get try to teach these kids and their parents or their coaches. Now freeze it when the arrow hits. Now freeze. How do I find him? It's 900 miles an hour in the film. I can't even fucking put the camera. Hold on. Let me stop the arrow. Let me try to fucking pinpoint there. Like, this is our point, Sean. Nick Saban's not fucking sitting here trying to time up your arrow on who you are. Who's going to leave me a broken arrow? Freeze. Stop it. Okay. Now, let me ask you. You said it was a running back. That's nowhere near the running back. Who, who am I watching here? I don't know. I don't, know, no the color. I, I no don't know the color of the uniform. Who am I? Am I watching the middle linebacker <laughs> by the referee? Am Sean. I watching a running? I don't know. And I got two arrows. I got the one from our screen and then the big triangle arrow pointed down at a guy on defense. But you told me it was a running back, yet I don't know the number. And I'm not sure who I'm watching or who the home team. Who? What color is the uniform? Who am I watching? I, I don't know. All I know, Sean, at this point, it's it's snow. It's snowing. And they're playing on the East Coast, I would say, or in Colorado. Um, I don't know. And nobody left a name. They didn't leave a number. They didn't leave a fucking size, a weight, a height. We don't know nothing. Guys, and let, let me be serious. We're la- we're not laughing at you. We're just trying to make it easy. Listen, fam, parents <clears throat> and kids, give us your 15 best plays, situational plays. Even if you make a mistake, we'd like to see your mistake too, just to see how you recover from it. But you got to – what we're trying to do with your tape is you want to make it – we, we, we don't care if you're a good videographer. We want as clear as we can see and hold that shadow for a second. A spot shadow is where you put a shadow on the guy or a small arrow, but keep it there so we know and then remove it. You just can't throw – we don't know what we're watching. And we're, we're not trying to laugh, but it's frustrating because I can't as a coach of value – I don't know what I'm looking at. I, I got to know what I'm, and I, uh, listen, I feel like I'm sitting in the nosebleeds at a, at a concert that I got the last ticket for. I can't see, and I got pretty good eyesight with my LASIK procedure from Dr. Jeff Whitson at WitsonVision.com in case you need it right here in Houston, best in the business, WitsonVision.com with two T's at the end. But what <laughs> the true, true story now, hell of, a, hell of a golfer, but I, I just don't know. I, I don't, and I am so fair. Here's what we need, coaches. Spot shadow the person we're looking at. Don't give me any music. And, and don't run the tape like we're in an old movie with Charlie Chaplin, okay? Sean, <laughs> slow the shit down. Is this a fucking, is this a fucking, uh, the light beam coming to grab the kid from fucking, uh... E.T., E.T. God damn. I'm waiting for Kamala Harris to come on and say she likes Venn diagrams. I mean, what the hell, dude? Come on. God damn. Who am I watching? <laughs> you know who you're watching? Fucking nobody. <laughs> I'm getting rid of that motherfucker. He's gone. I, I mean, I, I, you know why we pick random? I'm not, I'm not you know, I, dude, me you and Sean get DM'd. We, we, get, we get you guys tape, and you guys hit us back thanking us, and we appreciate you. 
We love I hope you. you guys take it. You know, say, you know what, coach? Fuck, you're right. We take it you, serious, you but we got to know what we're watching. I fuck myself. Like, uh, here we go. Now, this is what we need. We need a name. We need a fucking height, a weight. We need your something. Class, what year at school you are, so we here know we you're a freshman. Okay, there you go. Now I get an idea. Your number? Your number. There we go. Okay, now, now listen. Okay, better, but probably a little bit cleaner drawing. I mean, but at least it's better than a, a Venn diagram from the from the sky. I, you know, with the three circles and like what's going on in the middle of it. But okay, that that's better. At least I know who I'm watching. Even though it was kind of a telestrated drawing. Nice. Okay, now okay, slow down. Good. Bam, hits that hole pretty good. Doesn't look real big. I didn't see a size, but looked like he had a little burst, right? I don't I don't know where they're playing. It looks like maybe Yuma, Arizona or somewhere out in, in – uh, <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not being a wise-ass, dude. I, I could see a like a, a, a gas station. <laughs> Why the fuck are you laughing? <laughs> what? No, I got to – First of all – Why are you laughing? I'm just I trying to set the scene. John, I'm trying to make some points to these <laughs> I'm kids. Trying, I, I, I'm trying to set the scene. I, and I get, at least I know at halftime I get my ass over, get a hot dog at the gas station. Why are you laughing? I'm so mad at the coaches who are fucking these kids. I don't understand right. that right. the fucking adult in this situation. Uh, oh, I just saw the gas station. Holy shit. I'm about to piss my fucking <laughs> You know where that is? That's fucking like Bakersfield. I mean, it could be Winslow, Arizona. I don't know where it's at, right? Hey, let me ask you something. Understand something, son. Whoever this kid is, if you have a touchdown on your clip and your film, you just fuck yourself by not putting it number one. Because you just showed us that you ran 12 yards and got tackled. We're already moving on. I want to see your best plays. It was a seventy-five I, I yard make a guy miss. Sixteen yard fucking play. Now we're at backer. I yep. I think we're at backer, Sean. What do you think the sir? What do you think the circle is? I, I'm, assu- I'm assuming that's the defense and linebacker and yeah. caught up in the oil rig in the right back area. But um, anyway, but I do. I I I, I don't know. So he's a running back, but he didn't list his tackles. So they sent us both sides of the ball. Is he a running back? I got to know what position he plays. I'm just trying to make it easy on the family so we can maximize what they send because I really want to help, but we can't help if we don't know what we're watching, correct? Right. Okay, Here's a so linebacker, it- Sean. Here's a linebacker, number 33 here on the edge. Um, this is a okay. new kid. New right. kid here, 33. What- okay, that Outside. guy at the top. Yeah. Okay. Nice hit. That's okay, good. You've got, got contact courage. Yep, no doubt about it. Um, okay, motion. He's coming off the edge. Nice job. Squaring up. Good tackle. Wrap I up instead of trying to go is. for the knockout shot. There we go. Royalty. He's got a crown. Um, what does royalty mean? Uh, Did he I get, what, 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 what do we do that for? All right. I, okay. I, like I said, I don't get it. Are you trying to let us know that he was a player, the king player of the week? I don't, I don't know what that means. Mind shattering. Turn All right, there's mind shattering. Okay, go back. I want to see the mind shattering play. Let me see that one again, dude. Go back. Now we're labeling him. Okay. I don't know what his number is or how many yards he rushed for or how many tackles he made, but I know this is mind shattering. Hang on. 
Hang All on, right, mind shattering. Now, okay. mind shattering for me, Sean. You better come down this motherfucker and blow his helmet off, get the football, and take it back 90 yards. I, that's a mind shattering play to me. Well, let me ask you this. Do I need to be told it's mind shattering? Or if I'm the coach, can I make that decision? That's yeah. a good that's a good scrape run across. Nobody blocked your tackle. I, I like his I like his burst at the point of attack. Where yeah, is he on this one? Okay. There we go. Let's see this. Now, this is one of his best plays. Now, see, if it was me, that would have been even higher because that shows me effort of not quitting on a play and chasing it down like a Ben Watson play that we'd see in the NFL chasing somebody down. Was it maybe Champ Bailey or something? I think it was Champ. They're running from the other side of the field. Okay, that was a good one. Okay, let's see what he's doing here. In space, guy wraps him up, and he comes and gets a, well, hit. Nice hit. Okay, his buddy helped him out with the tackle. This is star status. He went, okay. Uh, that's another time, like I said, I'm not being mean, but you don't, I don't think you need to tell Mike Leach that it's star status. He'll probably just, just do this. Just circle him so we know who he is. Drop it into coverage. The ball, <laughs> the ball sold out of bounds, okay. I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I can't. What? We can't do this live anymore. There's no way. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? The quarterback threw it four yards out of the end zone. I, I, Why I, would you show that play, son? I don't. I don't understand what's going on. Um, hey, listen. Here's what I'm going to say one uh, more time. Can I say it one more time? Another chat, Sean. They're saying here's a chat. Here, here it is, chat. Here's a here's a chat. Good kid has potential. <laughs> Yeah, which one now? The kid who's running around tat running? Yeah, I agree. There's yeah. some potential there running across the field. What I do like is his explosion. The last one we saw, explosion at the point of attack, 100% agree. But here's what I just want to say again. What, we're, what, what You want to make it the bare minimum, guys. You want to make it – you don't need to honestly – and I know we're having a little bit of fun with the star status. You don't need to tell us that. We'll sit here. We have a kid who's a quarterback that came on like the second, maybe the second time we did this, whose size, we knew his size, put your height, weight, your class, and your position. And if you're going to say your two positions, then show us seven, eight plays of both. But you don't need to tell us it's mind shattering or star status. We, we don't, you don't need to tell us that. We'll, we'll do, we'll, we'll do, I, I'm not being a smart ass. We'll do that. And you don't have to get really all graphicked up. Priest, uh, 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 a title page of who the person is, their year in school, their position and number. And if you want to put some stats, that'd be great. But label and star status, supermodel, IMG, Instamodel, uh, mind chatter. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you if we did. We'll tell you if it's mind chattering. And we want to focus on the kid as a player. Like that one where the kid, like one that when he runs across the field, we're not laughing at anybody. We listen, some of them are funny, like a quarterback throwing it eight yards out of the end zone. Probably not good for you. Don't we don't need to see that because it didn't show you making a diving stop or breaking up a play. But the run across the field to chase a guy down or the impact when you scrape and go knock the shit out of somebody, great. But you don't, we don't need all the bells and whistles. Coaches do not want to see bells and whistles or music or videos. With, you know, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not producing a, 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 a concert tape. We just want to, 
We and we want to evaluate your kid to the best of our abilities, and it's hard to do, especially after a long night when we don't know who we're watching. The this last one, the best player I saw tonight was the last kid scraping and running people down, and he looks explosive when he makes tackles. But if I was with you, I'd look at your tape and say, give me your eight best plays or your ten best plays or I'm going to turn the tape off. And that's it's just being honest. honest. Giving you, honest. I want to give you best opportunity to keep playing in your career and be honest. And we're not going to ever – we're not going to tell you what you want to hear, and we're sure as hell not going to – we don't want to embarrass anybody. That's why we don't even mention names normally. We don't, we, don't, we don't want to embarrass anybody. But you can't send us a tape that we don't know who we're watching. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say because we I mean, want to we want to do it right. Real life. It's 11 o'clock on the east. Or it's 11 o'clock where Sean is. 11:30, 9:30 here. This is like us in the office. We're watching film late at night. This is live. I, I mean, we're both up, caring about what we see, but you can't help but if somebody when we don't know what we're watching, and yeah, we're going to have fun. And we know in plays, we know in in a matter of plays if the kid is away, and it may not be for us, but it may be for somebody else, and we may be able to help. And Sean, bottom line, uh, bottom line on both all those four kids we just watched, I wouldn't recruit any of them. Number one, we'd already skipped the play. We would after play one, we didn't see a name, height, weight. We we skipped to you in all in all seriousness. Yeah, you didn't get seen because we don't know what we're watching. Exactly yeah, we're right. going out the next play because we got a fucking we got million kids to look at, and only eighty five scholarships to give. And, and maybe not well, well, so, well, normally it's about fifteen to twenty. A year. Exactly. And you know what? Sean's a quarterback coach. Sean gets fucking one. One scholarship. Do you understand? He has to find one guy, one needle in the haystack. So do you think the fucking film you're going to send with no name, height, weight, what classification, nothing is going to – you think we're not moving on to the next guy? And guess what? Real fast before we get out of here – uh I appreciate everybody joining us and staying in here for the show. Put your GPA on the front of your highlight reel. And Put if you and if you've taken the SAT or the uh, the 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 SAT or the ACT, let it. I mean, we're not your academic counselors, but it gives us a better idea if somebody asks. Because I get guys ask me all the time, what kind of grades I get. Uh, he's a he's a three nine seven, and he's got thirty six out of thirty seven on the ACT. Great. I mean, I, we may be a little older, but we know these things and, you know, we're fortunate. And the great thing about us for recommending you to somebody else is the reason why we try to do it right. We don't want to lose our reputation where somebody says, Sean, I've come to you five times and you've given me five hacks. Why, why are you not watching the right tape? What are you doing? So then they quit coming to us. Yeah. So we're trying to send them the best. And it, listen, what I mean is the best is the best for where you're capable of playing, whether it's at Sam Houston State, whether it's at Alabama. This And some of you won't even need our evaluation, but if you're looking for an extra set of eyes and, and a voice to just tell you if I was recruiting you or if JB was, what we're looking for, whether it's an all-star game, uh, the Elite 11 camp, the Army all-star game that we're both on the coaching staff on the West squad, um, whether it's you know, a college coach that guys we talk to all the time. In case in point, I have one who's a power five, one of the best coaches in college football, knows I'm on the field working with a player, says that he's interested in, says, Sean, videotape him throwing screens, shallow crossers, and on the move, comebacks outside the numbers. 
the stuff outside breaking. I want to see how quick the ball comes out, and I want to see the, the smoke screen. He wanted to see simple stuff. And in a matter of a two-hour workout, 15 throws, I sent it to him, and in five minutes I had an answer. That's how quick. And this is a Power 5 coach that's making about $7 bucks a year. Who knows what he wants, and, it, and he saw it, and, and I sent him 12 plays. Bing, 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 like, like, like. I didn't like this. I'd rather have it this. Uh, tell me one more time, Sean, how – and what grade – oh, okay. What, is he a good student? Yeah, how many times – I got to ask this question. How many times do they throw? How many, how many times do they throw at the school? They want to know if there's reps going or if this is a one-time thing or to sustain it. In five minutes, I had an answer back whether he was interested. I've had it happen with this coach a half a dozen times. and. I know this coach well, and JB, you may know who I'm talking about, but you know him as well, that this coach, once he's sought, you don't really get a second chance to make a first impression with him. No. At that at this position at quarterback, when he sees it, you're, you're lazy on a shallow crosser with your feet, or the ball doesn't come out quick on the smoke or the bubble screen, he's off you. He, he, you're probably not going to get his vision again. That happened in... 15 plays in five minutes. And so Sean, that's what we're trying to tell you. It's not for us. I've been on scholarship. JB's been on scholarship. It's for us to help you. And if we don't think we'd recruit you, we want to tell you what you can do better to get yourself recruited maybe somewhere else. The object is to keep playing. We care about these kids. This is why he and I do it. Shit, we got other things. I'm up on a Thanksgiving weekend on a or Thanksgiving week on a Tuesday night approaching midnight and I'm watching some high school tape in Yuma or wherever it is, because I care. That's yeah. why we do it. You nobody sent us a, a check to, to evaluate five plays, six plays. We no. do it because we care because yeah. we know it's going to, it can change your life. And while well, we have fun, but if you send us something that, that requires us laughing, we can't find the player. Well, of course we're going to laugh, not at you, but maybe it'll help you the next time dress it up. So if a coach wants to see it, he can see the right one. Sean, the bottom line is every day is a fucking interview. Every day. Every day, and it's a sales job. You're every selling day. yourself every day and everything you do. And Sean, I tell these dudes, I tell these dudes every day, you have to be the CEO of yourself. If you depend on your coach to do your film, and that's what we just saw, <clears throat> you fucked yourself. I mean, bottom line is you have to be the CEO of yourself. Go figure it out. Go turn over rocks. If me and Sean depended on our coach and our mom and our fucking friends, we wouldn't have got where we got. So go figure out what it takes to be an NCAA qualifier, what it takes to have film that's going to be evaluated in a fast five times. I'm only going to watch five plays. I'm just telling you right now. And, and if, if you're great, I'll watch more. If you intrigue me, right. That's if they don't pop out at me and I'm like, fuck. I'm gone. I'm out. Okay, I got 100,000 quarterbacks to watch. Right. And I'll tell you another thing is is your the whole goal is to keep playing and give you and create the best opportunity for you to for us to well like anything when you're filling out a resume your parents will tell you this your counselor in school what's going to separate you from the other 10,000 that are sending resumes to the same company? I'd say that every day, coach. Yeah, well, what's going to and, and I can tell you, I don't care how good a player you are, how good your tape is. If I got a guy who's exactly like you, same height, same place, same size school district, he's a 3'7", and you're a 2.2, 2, 
the, the, the competition's been eliminated. If you're making the same plays, you're both the same size, you're both great leaders. One, I got to worry if he's going to fail out of school because not because you're dumb. I, I, we all know that. We all like to dick around in school. I get it. But you got to understand your priorities. You, 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 I'm, I'm going to take the guy who I know I don't have to babysit to go to class. If, if you're, I'm just telling you, I don't care how good you are. At some point in time, you'll eliminate yourself if academically you're not saying to give me the same commitment. But when it comes to this tape and evaluation, we, we can't watch if we don't know what we're watching. And if you give us stuff that, that, that if we're not, listen, we're giving it more time than the dude at Alabama is going to give it or Davo Sweeney at Clemson or Lincoln Riley. I got news for you on their desk and their computer right now. They got more film. They know what to do with it. If you don't catch their eye soon, you're not going to get the audition. The Sean, audition only I lasts for about five minutes. I go speak to kids every day and I talk to them about, they don't realize this till I tell them. And the coaches that I'm speaking with, they don't even understand it. There's 14,247 high schools in America that play 11-man football. And I spit this shit out all the time. And people are like, How, is that real? And people get on their phones. And, yeah, because you've done your homework. That's why. Yeah, because I'm a fucking recruiter. I know right. exactly how many high schools play 11-man football. And you know how many quarterbacks that is? If there's 14,247 uh, schools in America playing 11-man football, how many quarterbacks is there? Well, Four, even if there was just two, if there was two on each varsity, varsity you're talking about 30,000 players. Yeah, yeah. But but in theory, the backup's probably not going to be the guy right. I'm evaluating in the, in the exactly starting right. high school level. So there's 14,000 quarterbacks I'm evaluating. What in the fuck is going to separate you on my recruiting board from the other 14,246 guys. Because people don't realize that. And I'm just like, <clears throat> and then if you had four wideouts on a team, Sean, that's what? Seven, you know, well, 14,000 times four wideouts. Do the yeah, math. Yeah. That's, that's 28 and 28 is what, 56? 56,000 wideouts. Yeah. So you better be a starter and a dude. So, like, people don't realize that. And, and, Sean, number one, does he have grades before I even fly out there? The film already, we already know the INS guy don't lie. This guy can go. Hey, coach, what's his GPA? Can I get a counselor? Hey, you know what? He's got all his core classes. He's good to go. His GPA is equivalent. We're good to go. All right, cool. Hey, Betty, give me a fucking private jet. I'm headed out to California to watch this kid in person. I want to meet him. Then I get out there. Hey, coach, Sean Salisbury. Let me ask you something. I know he's got grades. I got his transcripts. Great kid. The film is great. What's his character like, Sean? You know what, Coach? I can't put my name on him. Right, because then, then, you, then you're accountable for it. Can't put my name on him. Right. JB, as you know, and this isn't a pat on the back, but the, the academics matter to you, me, character, who's leading our team. Everybody's job's on the line. Like you said, you're selling yourself and you're a CEO every day. I'm in my 50s, and I'm two weeks away from graduating with a master's degree. You got your master's degree. Hell, I don't know if we're ever going to use it, but I sure as hell don't want to be left with my glove on the mound and somebody else come out and pick it up. And I'm still learning in my 50s, academically sitting here on a computer writing paper after paper with citing an APA style so I can get it right. So what are you doing to eliminate the competition? That's all I can say to you. What are you doing different that 
on the field, in the classroom, in charity? What are you doing different? Why would I want to recruit you? That's why do I want you tell me why I need to recruit you? It, are you are you are you making me a better coach? I'm the president. I'm yeah. the president hiring a coach. Guess what? I'm probably hiring the guy with the fucking masters over the guy with the bachelors. Probably. You get get unless the guy with the masters is just a dumbass, right? Which I may be at times, but you get the point is the more you can do. We've heard that since we were three. Maybe we don't hear it enough, but um give us something to look at so we can help you. No doubt. Hey, man, this has been a great one. This is our first live show. Uh, you Dude, I've had a blast tonight. I got to tell you, the laugh, Fuck. the serious good football talk. I love doing this with you. And we'll five days a week starting next week. And obviously it'll be, we'll do 90 minutes, but we had to get some laughs in. And it's good explanation. It's a good way to kick off our Thanksgiving. And before you close this show, I want to tell you, I love it. Love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Guys, be kind. Not everybody's going through the same thing you are with happiness. They've lost somebody, lost a family member, or struggling right now. Maybe their job, whatever it is. Be kind to people, man. If, if nothing else, this week, please. And I know it sounds cheesy, but not everybody's loving the celebration life. I got a buddy of mine who lost his family, mom and dad, within a month of each other. First Thanksgiving without him. While he's trying to be upbeat, he's having a hard time. So you never know what somebody's going through. So try to be kind, have some laughs, enjoy the hell out of your food, and uh, tell people you love them. JB, I love you, man, and happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, brother. I love you. You and Pat, I wish I was toasting a drink with you, but we'll make up for it in Dallas in about a month, brother. Hey, no question about it, man. I can't wait to uh, do that. Enjoy the holidays. And uh, all you guys in the chat, uh, pound that like button, subscribe, become a member. Yeah. The show's going to be global soon. So Thanks to our fans and the great listeners. You guys are awesome. Appreciate everybody, man. And uh, Sean, enjoy the family, man, and sleep in tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to go. off tomorrow. Toast. Cheers to you, brother. Hey, cheers. cheers I'm going to get in the jacuzzi and smoke a stick. Fuck it. Have out. There you go. Hey. Just be careful. No puff the magic dragon. And I ain't talking about smoking when you spot shadow that damn video you're about to send out, right? <laughs> hey, we're out of here like fucking poof. <laughs> See, See you guys on the other side. Happy thing. The last chance cube. Let's go. And I just cannot wait to bring over 60 years of knowledge and experience to not only the novice football fan, Sean, but to the veteran football coach as well. you love it you better live it drink it eat it smoke it and then every now and again wake up with it laying next to you the premier football coaching show on the internet i've looked forward for the longest time to be with somebody whose energy and knowledge of football and teaching and no nonsense but understands the old game the in-between game the new game and combines them all last chance cue with the great legendary sean salisbury <laughs>